1: What up, what up? It's your boy C. Diddy. This week's episode of the Realist Podcast Ever is sponsored by Another Planet Barbershop. Follow them on Instagram at APBSLLC. That's APBSLLC. Another Planet Barbershop LLC.com. Do you desire a new look? Are you looking for a highest rated hair service in Philadelphia? Do you prefer a female barber? If so, make sure you contact her today at Another Planet Barbershop LLC.com to get your cut, your new look, or whatever you're trying to go for. Located right in the heart of Philly on South Street, eight hundred eight South Street, first floor. That's another Planet Barber Shop. You can follow on Instagram at apbsllc. The realest podcast ever.
0: The realest podcast
2: ever. Y'all's the hater on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. that used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it.
1: Her homies on it. Your homies on it. oh she on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. that used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Now you want it. Your homies on it. The realest podcast ever. ever. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. There we go. Finally caught it again. The realest podcast yeah, ever. <laughs> <laughs> what up? What up? We are back after a brief uh, week off. Can you turn up my whatever? I don't even know what to call it at this point. I can't hear shit. What number are you? Oh, I'm always over at two now. They see always. Is this shit. is two. Yeah, cut it up to like the middle. Hello, hello. There we go. That's good. Okay. What am I? Yeah, they always. T- they- you know
0: what's crazy is the numbers move. Have you noticed that? Yes. Like one num one week I'm seven.
1: Yeah. And then you're like four. Yeah, I don't know what they're like who's touching shit when we ain't here, but they're uh, apparently Like I don't understand why shit.
0: the headphones are moving through different jacks. <laughs> I can understand the headphones moving around, but why are they plugged to the different exactly. jacks? Exactly. That makes no sense. Cuz this is always in 7. And now it's in 8. Seven goes yeah, see.
1: Yeah, and now now, now you're in eight for some reason. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, whatever. this Podcast Sover, we are back after a brief uh, brief yet announced week off. I actually had somebody hit me up, was like, Y'all could have said y'all wasn't gonna have a show last week. I'm like, we actually said it in the show. I had two people the week week. before. You didn't listen to the and they like, Well, you could have said hi first, motherfucker.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: so <turned> to some <laughs> whole other shit. Our listeners are nuts because it's like,
0: you, they'll ask you something that was clearly acknowledged. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Stated, stated clearly, like wholeheartedly, like <laughs> from beginning to end. And you be looking, we even gave
1: a reason why we weren't going to be here.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't be about that. Shit. Yeah. Whatever you' was talking about.
1: You better get on social media and yeah. announce. That you're not going to be on the pod Even though you announced that you wasn't going to be on the pod On the pod But we need a social media announcement also Social media is getting stranger, stranger Yo, right? I literally Have a hate-hate relationship with social media Like I, I I had a tweet yesterday I said uh corny chicks got the ball on social media And, they, and they've actually had it for quite a while now They're an, an annoying species of, of women That are dominating social media right now
0: Uh an annoying species of everyone <laughs> is is dominating the uh, the Instagram airwaves, in particular.ly Twitter
1: is like you know, Twitter is a is a black hole at this point. Like, yeah, and I'm. It's crazy because you really can't. You I can't I, say anything about anything.
0: We both got uh, <laughs> yo. How about that? we didn't even talk about that. We both got fucking suspended. Uh, like yeah, we both got suspended. Twelve on hours.
1: I think mine was closer to like eight. Okay, when, no, my John was 12. They And here's the thing, right? We talk about like the technology. Like, nobody's reporting you. Right. It's the technology that yeah. scans for certain hate speech and shit like that. I don't know exactly what tweet it was. I thought. I know was, what my tweet I was. I thought it was the <laughs> retarded John,
0: because I called this chick retarded. That'll and, do it. And then I was like, y'all are retarded are with an R. <laughs> and I tried to like save it, but it didn't work. But then I also called somebody some niggas with an ER. So I'm like, I don't that'd, know which one. That'll do it It was one of the two. But I came back to my Twitter and it was like, your page is locked. Yeah. Report to twitter.com. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? The first man?
1: thing they do is make you delete the tweet. It's like, that's yeah. the contrition. Like, all right, I'm sorry, I'm going to delete the tweet. But yeah. My yeah.
0: drone actually got deleted. When I, those tweets were, both yeah. of them were gone. So I don't know which yeah. one was.
1: Yeah, well, I was I was uh, I was beefing with my girl last week uh, prior to me uh, going to Miami, and uh, I was talking to Nick, talking to Sachi and I basically said I was gonna I was gonna throw off the balcony ah. <laughs> when I got there. Twelve hours of suspension. I'm like, man, I wasn't really gonna do it. Like nobody cares about this shit. Yeah, twelve hours of suspension, bucko. I can only DM people. <laughs> it's like Twitter, like Twitter jail. I remember my
0: dog had like ripped a hole in the trash. Because I took the trash out of the can and forgot to take it out with me. Yeah. So I came back. The trash was like, it was a hole in it. You know, dogs are fucking nuts. And I was like, I forgot. I I tweeted something along the lines of, my dog got one more time before I go full Frankie Lyman. And... (laughs) Somebody like had like at quoted the tweet and was like, "I hope you don't mean the scene where he hung the dog out the window and dropped it." And I was just like, "Huh?" And then the next thing you know, it was like, <laughs> it, it, "It was like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what clearly what I was talking about." But the next, it was like non tweets that fast on top of it, like, "Oh, people think animal abuse." I'm just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like it was a
1: joke. Listen, like over the weekend, I was listening to old Obi and anthony episode about hate speech Mm -hmm. and patrice was breaking that shit down so beautifully about like why am i not allowed to hate you in speech yeah like if i'm not gonna come to your house and punch you in the face but if you do something that's annoying i should be allowed to speak on it publicly and call you out for what you did but all these different groups, and he was calling them cartels, mm-hmm. have various like protection under this or that that you can't say shit about them. So right. it's like the gays, the Jews, like you can't say shit about nobody except like black people. Mm-hmm. Like you can say whatever fuck you want about black people, nobody gives a shit. And he was just basically like, yo, like it's like an abuse of power because. The First Amendment gives you freedom of speech. And they've completely just stripped that from us because nobody wants to be the butt of the joke. And the shit is annoying at this point. Like, nobody can take a joke. I saw John yesterday. <clears throat> People been going in on Bobby Schmurder all week about his terrible outfit. And this girl was like, I just find it funny how y'all are harassing the man trying to assimilate back into society. And it had, like, 10,000 likes and 4,400 retweets. And I'm just like... Was a joke
0: Yeah man Like you can't
1: joke about We can't even no. joke about His About your clothes No If you look ridiculous I can't even tell you You look ridiculous Without somebody Bringing the pitchforks up
0: Yeah And I think back to like You know Jokes as, as a kid It just You you know you can't like Beat kids no more At all Like yeah Like if your parents Touch you It's grounds for like A civil suit Yeah <laughs> <laughs> that Shit is crazy Like, I can legally... Tamir Washington versus his parents. I saw this shit the other day. The girl, she had a boyfriend. The parents didn't like the boyfriend. She was 16. This little bitch was suing her parents because they wouldn't let her be with the boyfriend of her choice. So she was suing them. She didn't want to fully emancipate because then she would have basically been on her own. But she was suing them for what it would cost for her to live in another domicile where Wha-
1: she could see the boyfriend. While uninterrupted. she Uninterrupted.
0: <laughs> right. And I'm like, how the fuck did y'all get in a courtroom for this? Yeah,
1: we would have just got <laughs> punched in the face and sent to our room. Like, like what, like, man? nothing to talk
0: about. Dog, they was in a real courtroom with a real judge and a real little lady with a little typewriter. And the judge was like, I'll allow it. <laughs> Yo, and the shit. But they, they eventually, the, the case got dismissed and the, she went moved back in the house. <laughs> (laughs)
1: And I'm just like, what the fuck? You dragged your legal guardians to court over this frivolous nonsense. Like, how
0: does your dinner not have cyanide (laughs) in it? (laughs) Like, how do you just get to go back home and live?
1: Holy shit,
0: Like, could you imagine taking your parents to court? Like, no, y'all gonna fund my lifestyle. Yeah. And I'm taking y'all to court. And then that don't work out, and you just back in the crib like... What were you eating on? <laughs> Taco <laughs> Tuesday.
1: <laughs> right. Hey, man, shoot or shoot. Like I, I tried. Like. He was like, you know what? Now that that judge uh, dismissed my Stop. case without precedent, I want to say that I, I probably overreacted Yo. in taking y'all to court. Like 20. You have to submit a legal brief in yeah. order to get into, into civil court. Like uh, uh, a who att- read this and was like, I'll allow it. An
0: attorney <laughs> saw this and was like, I'm gonna take your
1: case. <laughs> case. pro bono Yeah. <laughs> Just give me a give me a small retainer like, and I'll allow it. Like some like. And that's how, you know, that case right there is how, you know, there are too many attorneys. Dog. We don't need. I was explaining that shit to somebody about three months ago. We don't need no more attorneys for at least like 14 years. I can vividly remember I was like
0: 13 or 14 and I said something and my dad, no bullshit. And my pop, six, five. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can
1: file a claim on the app or call us.
2: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
1: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
0: Uh, Three, like, this is for real. You know what I'm saying? Like... My pop jumped up and like smacked the shit out of me, like right here, like I'm talking about like the the over the, the over the top version. <coughs> right. Smacked the shit out of me, and I'm like crying. I'm like what, like and I, I dead ass was like I'm calling nine one one, and he threw the phone at me, and I didn't. In hindsight, it was just like the nigga threw the
1: device. <laughs> yeah, call him. Call him. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta stay here till they get here. Right. Call them. The payphone is gone <laughs> at the end of the block. <laughs> like call them. Like yeah,
0: and it's just like that was dead. That's how it was. Like I, re- I remember my mom walking around with like a little belt in her purse, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> got my chapstick. Got my whip ass. <laughs> like, just in case she get thick while we out here at the store.
1: Yeah I remember one time I, I was a pretty good kid I didn't get a lot of beatings But I remember one time My mom beat me with a shoe I did some crazy shit Like I was like wrestling And broke my grandmother's bed frame Or some shit I couldn't afford to pay for Remember when you mom would get hit with anything fucking, Like beat me with a shoe Like remember them brown Like them, uh, them, them loafers <laughs> that was sandals They had the, <laughs> That <laughs> them, little <laughs> hill That little half inch Beat me with that Joe. Wah 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 <laughs> Yo, oh, seven good strikes with that shit.
0: Same his same fucking sandal she asked you to buckle three days before. Come come buckle this real quick, girl. Like, shit, I remember remember the game. Well, not game, but like it was a paddle with a ball and a string on it. Yes, and you have to hit it up in the air. You remember that shit? I won one of them at the carnival over on Island Avenue, and I remember I brought the shit home, and a couple of days later wound up getting into some shit, and my dad hit me with that joint, and I'm like. <laughs> the fuck i even bring this shit in the house <laughs> like like dog like you can't beat your kids now
1: you can't yell at them that shit is crazy like the whole the jackson five story is like 97 parts the first 91 is joe telling them to go get a switch so he could beat their ass with it joe made jackie stack cinder blocks
0: <laughs> like he had a big ass mound of cinder blocks solely for when you in trouble you got to move them from here to there and then when you're in trouble again, you, you move them back. <laughs> <laughs> what is this teaching me? Like, dog. Responsibility. Old, old parents' dad had, like, um, what they call it? Like, uh, torturous methods and shit like that. Like, they dead ass used to just whip ass. That was yeah. what it was. And it just, where we are now, you can't yell at a kid. You can't,
1: none of that shit. Like, it just, kids have, like, rights. Yeah. Like, kids' dad ass have rights. I was watching this video on the way over here. Just, uh mother, she she never got on the screen, but um, she walk in a room, her 12-year-old daughter got her bare ass, they don't sh- obviously don't show the bare right. ass, but her 12-year-old daughter got her bare ass out twerking on Snapchat. Oh, and wow. her mom catches her. So now the mom got like a decision to make, like do I embarrass you or do I beat the shit out of you and go to jail? And She's just, like, making her repeat, like, all this ridiculous shit as a way to embarrass her, to send a message now, to the Snapchat Now, now community. that, John, I'm...
0: I'm all for whipping ass. That's cool, but the the going on Instagram Live or posting on social media, that like repeat after me, I will not suck dick. That's, it, that's like that's, it's just, a, just them Jones. A, just it's a, just like, like my mother raised me. Yeah, it's, it's like them Jones are cringeworthy. I, I can't fuck with yeah, them.
1: And, but the mom is like in her message, she's acknowledging like I want to beat your ass, but I can't because I will go to jail. Like the it's I've a,
0: seen a mom hop, I, to the point where I can't even watch them Jones no more because they're they're just they make me like uncomfortable yeah the mom will hop right on the screen and be like this is tajanae because it's always a weird ass <laughs> name this is tajanae she 13 y'all niggas talking to her she only 13 years old she won't be sucking no dick she won't be <laughs> giving up no pussy right and she yeah i ain't giving up <laughs> <him> no you <laughs> like turn this shit off man like what the fuck is happening like this is not working this is bad parenting <laughs> like hit her with a pot and be a real parent like this shit is hit awful. Her with three uppercuts yeah, just get this yeah. Kid, keep the shit off the net punch her in a fucking throat <laughs> and then go on with your day this is bad parenting <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't fuck with that that shit is cringeworthy yeah, it's to the point where like parents go ahead to like start learning pressure points and shit yeah. like that like areas that you could karate chop a motherfucker and it don't Suck. bruise was it Patrice O'Neal was like you hit him on the top of the
0: head so it don't leave no bruises <laughs> real shit They're trying to explain to the top. yeah guy, like, oh, you got it's
1: right, <laughs> <laughs> it's right here at the top you, know, you, you ever played, officer, officer, you ever played Donkey Kong? She hit me like that. Speaking
0: of which, um, get, getting into some of the rundown, did you see Patrice O'Neal's documentary? No. Oh, my God. Did you watch it at all?
1: No, I got that on my watch list.
0: Dog, it's phenomenal. It's really, really good. It's basically called Anybody Could Kill. That's the name killing of it. Killing is easy. Killing is easy. Because he would always say anybody could kill. That's the easy part of comedy. Yeah. So basically, it follows him through. You know, he's actually talking in it. So it's like you, he's not on it, of course, because he yeah, passed away. Yeah. But it's basically follows him, and he's. Uh, you know they're using parts from interviews that he did or whatever. whatever. so they got everybody on there yeah. all his peoples that he was with Jay Moore, fucking Kevin Hart, Kevin Robinson norton. norton all all of them from the fucking radio show, his fiance everybody. and she's a comedian now yeah too. she's really really good yeah. too. but basically it it talks about how. Everybody who's anybody that was in comedy, like and all of them, Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, all of them, Kevin Hart was like, meeting him was like, the best thing ever for me, but it was also the scariest thing ever for me because it was like, damn, I'm not better than this dude. Yeah. You know, and they're all they everybody was like the the wombo who was like the, he was the best comedian in Boston. He's like, the first night I saw Patrice O'Neill get on at the laugh room was just like, damn, I'm the second best comedian in Boston now. Damn. And literally he was like, he just came from such a place that was like so authentic and so just like real. So they were showing his old shit, and Patrice O'Neill was like, I don't litter. And people were clapping and he was like, relax, let me explain why I don't litter. I don't I don't give a fuck about the earth. You know, (laughs) it's the earth. Who gives a fuck? He's like, my thing is I always have a fear of like drinking a can of soda and then like throwing it over my shoulder and it roll down a hill and land next to a dead white woman. (laughs) And then (laughs) let's do it. Shit like this. (laughs) He was like, they pick up the can, and they get my DNA, and then they see me he's like, this big nigga. Open the shut can. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> but he was doing shit like that. And it's just like, he was he was just so, you know, like, you, he was a big-ass nigga. Yeah. Like he was 6'5", 350, you know, yeah. so he was huge. And Kevin Hart was like, he rubbed so many people the wrong way. Like, we all knew getting into comedy, you know, like, most people have a goal of, I want to do stand-up comedy, then I want to get into sitcoms, maybe get in the movies, you know, and make some money, get my own specials, and, you know, be able to do my thing. He's like, Patrice O'Neal really didn't give a fuck about none of that. In fact, he, like, hated this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, basically, when it came time, you know, with comedians, the big thing is, like, getting your own special. Getting your own special, and then eventually turning that into a situation with a network where they give you, like, a holding deal where, like, we're gonna create a sitcom around you, or we're gonna write a film around you. And he was, like, literally, like, Patrice O'Neill had every fucking major company wanting to do because he's fucking brilliant yeah, he and great. He wouldn't play the game. And he would not <laughs> play the So they they were showing his first um his first attempt at doing a um a pilot. <laughs> 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 this
2: motherfucker. <is laughs> kind
0: of he basically <laughs> was doing a um, it was a uh it, it, the show was called How to Deal with White People and the shit started it was like hi I'm Patrice O'Neill. I've been dealing with these crackers my whole life <laughs> what the fuck and in the background it was a white dude juggling it was another white dude being a <laughs> man <mom. laughs> I've been dealing with their goofy asses my whole life funny, it though. was just crazy shit like that yeah and they was just like every the um the Norton was saying that like we would go in the meetings and like all the execs would be hype as shit to want to work with him. And he was like, as the meeting went on and Patrice would start talking, he was like, you could see the faces just <laughs> like we can't have him on a set every day yeah. because he just was that raw and yeah. that ridiculous. But it follows him through the whole diabetes situation and you know how his life eventually right. ended. It's a really really good documentary. Yeah, I gotta
1: check that out. My favorite Patrice O'Neill story. Kevin Hart said he said I was at the at the Laugh Factory. Is this whatever. the phone books? The phone Dog, book. they was talking about it's that a, shit on there. He said, man. He said, he said, uh, he said, I'm up there. He said, I'm telling some joke. You know, I'm It's like something about AIDS or some shit. Duh. He's like, he's like, he's like in a. And just, here it goes. Something go. there was a phone book. They talked
0: about it on there. So Norton was like, we were at the comedy spot. <laughs> Kevin Hart gets on stage. She's like, this is Kevin Hart's first appearance in New York. And Kevin Hart is like, normally when you get heckled, you get heckled by, you know. People like yeah. he's like, so for me to get heckled by the nigga who's going on stage next, <laughs> this is just nuts. <laughs> like, but Kevin Hart said, I'm on the stage. And he was like, you know how you can just feel something coming at you. He was like, I could feel like just this wind. And I looked up like, what the fuck? Boom. A fucking yellow pages hit the back of the stage. And he was like, I looked out like, what the fuck? And he was like, Patrice O'Neal, loudest shit over the crowd was like, pick that phone book up.
1: That's Shopify.com/specialoffer.
0: You made the right decision with this comedy thing. <laughs> I <was> like what? <laughs> like like Patrice, there was nuts. <laughs> he was insane. But yeah, it's um, like, and they get into the radio show. That's the part that's really dope. Yeah. They get into the radio show and him doing the uh, like Philip, the what, Black Philip show. What was the name of it? The show when they would be on the stage. In the, on the couches.
1: Oh, you talking about uh, the Web Junk show?
0: No, he 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 was talking about how he hated, he didn't even like Web Junk because it made him like too famous to the point where like people felt comfortable coming up to him and being like, oh, you the Web Junk guy. And he was like, people would come to my comedy show and be like, this isn't the stuff you do on Web <laughs> Junk. And he was like, cuz, bitch, I'm not, fuck, that's not me, you know what I'm saying? But he didn't like the whole conforming yeah. to anything. But they talked about the radio show and they talked about the, um. I can't think of the name of the shit. Off Crowd? Tough crowd. There you go. Thank you. Hey, talk because that was a uh, Colin Quinn and them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, talked about that shit and how like other comedians and other fans, fans of other comedians would almost be like, he talks more than anybody and this and a third. But Colin Quinn and all of them was like, well, well, he's better than everybody. So right. it's like, yeah, we want him like his yeah. opinions and his views and just it's like I, I came here for Rich Voss. What is this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and he's just like, no, nah, he's really, really that good at doing everything like even down to like just little bullshit opinions it just it was phenomenal stuff and it's just like yeah like Patrice really really like seeing everybody on that Joan like it's it's borderline a shame that he didn't get the worldwide recognition that he deserved because he was really and, and Kevin Hartman was just like I never seen him write nothing He's like, we would be in the back, and everybody would be writing this and writing their jokes and this, that, and the third, and he would literally just be like, yeah, I think I'm going to just talk about this and just go the fuck out there. He had one joint where he was like, nothing bothers me more than like when, because you, you've seen his, his fiance. She was nice. <laughs> He's like, nothing on earth bothers me, and I, I know this because I've dealt with this shit. He's like, when other fat people see you and and they see your lady and be like, all right, big dog, I see you. Represent. And he was like, no, I'm not the fucking leader of fat people. He was like, y'all got me like, now I'm like fucking Malcolm XXL because I got to fucking walk around <laughs> as the fucking, the, the leader of fat guys. And he was like, that shit is like, he, he just, everything he did was just brilliant. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a real good documentary.
1: Yeah, no, I got to check that. I'm going to watch that tonight,
0: man. I love it. Speaking of good documentaries, before we, uh, we can start with, like I said, with the rundown. Yeah. Have you gotten into hip hop uncovered? I finished it Oh I haven't I'm, I'm three episodes in Yeah
1: I finished
0: it Listen It's all so our listeners, fucking good If you like hip hop If you like street shit If you like nonsense If you like uh, Redemption
1: stories it, Listen It's phenomenal They literally Like Other than like the uh, The, the hip hop Unlocked or whatever What's the one on Netflix
0: uh, That's the thing I think T was talking about When we Cause we were talking about it earlier um, there was
1: one on Netflix where they basically went through all the regions and shit. Hip Hop Evolution. Hip Hop Evolution.
0: Because that was one where they were talking about uh, the um, the ATL. with the, Exactly, yeah, yeah, ATL, yeah.
1: then they did the New Orleans Bounce yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So this particular hip hop uncover, this particular joke covers from the 70s to 2020. Mm-hmm. It touches on the street culture element of it. Mm-hmm. Gang culture in LA—literally the evolution from like these neighborhood gangs into the Bloods and Crips and the in the sets and all of that. How that, like, knowing that the '60s music, wasn't even the '60s, wasn't even—it was the Avalon the, Boys, no, the, Arlington, Arlington Boys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like, and, and the way that that transformed into this, and then the fact that big, U, like, big you story <clears throat> and Deb's story alone makes it possibly like. Top three best hip hop documentaries ever. Have you have you gotten to the parts of like how deep they got in the Deb story about like her uh, her dad using her as like a mule? That, that was part all two. Of that, yeah, and all of that shit, and her getting shot and the whole shit, covering
0: herself in heroin and shit, yeah, like yeah. crazy shit. Like Big U, Big U is on my list of people I want to uh, sit down. and Phenomenal and man, yeah, you know, and he just you know he got like a, a gazillion fucking stories and shit, yeah. so it's like. I, I read into it because I didn't watch it all yet, but just you know, reading the shit, yeah. he goes into him and Nip and all of they. I yeah. didn't even realize they weren't fucking with each other at one point.
1: Yeah, they got they allegedly uh, had a whole like a yeah, like, like a
0: whole it went down. Over some know some know? studio equipment. Yeah, and, and then <laughs> they said that Nip hit him up like, "Yo, let's squash all that shit, yeah. whatever, whatever." Because there was supposed to be like some rumors of of him with the whole death and all this bullshit, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, it's 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 a wild wild ride. So it basically, it follows. Five people: Deb, which is Waka Flocka's mom. Yeah. Her brother, Benny, Benny which is a fucking uh, Supreme team member. Yeah, he was like third in charge of Supreme. Yeah, team. he was behind Prince and Black Just. Yeah. And then it was um, Haitian Jack, Jack, Trick
1: Trick, and and Big U. Trick Trick is funny as shit. Yeah, yeah. Trick Trick is hilarious. <clears throat> when you get to the end, we got we'll talk about it again on the next show. Trick Tricks Turnaround is the craziest shit ever in the yeah. history of hip-hop. Like,
0: Well, I know about all of this shit with like, his deal that he had and it, it kind of went left because they kind of fucked him up with the release of his first joint. And yeah. all. I know about that. I know about the shit with Eminem. Yeah. Um, I know about all, all the shit with The Chain, of course. Right, you know right, what right. I'm saying? That whole m- m- nonsense. It's some
1: whole other shit, yeah. like, I don't want to spoil it yeah. for you, but it's some whole, like, I had no idea. Like, now,
0: one thing I didn't realize was that Bimmy was so close with Run DMC, right? to the point where, like, he was on stage like, at the, the fucking Drone Rivers. Tour with Run yeah, DMC. like, he was really, really with them. Yeah. And it's crazy because I'm watching it, and it's just like, yo, what they did to Irv was complete bullshit. Yeah. It was complete just, bullshit. Just made it up. Because the the for years, it all ran so... Hand in hand Like it was just You hear Snoop and, Do- and that's the part That's really decent About this documentary Is they have so many Real deal Yeah Like Snoop Dr. Dre T.I Corey Rooney Wiz Khalifa well, Everybody Everybody on yeah. that motherfucker And Dre is like Or I think it was Snoop Was like if it wasn't for the drug dealers, like the big time crack dealers, yeah. we don't get hip hop as we know it. Because when hip hop started, Rappers Delight, you know, it was Sylvia uh, Robinson and her husband, and that was it. It was like, there were no tours, there were no. So right. he was like, the expansion of it going national is where you saw, like, Oh, Run DMC's coming to LA. Well, y'all better make sure y'all link up with these niggas because you know it's this war going on and and they talked about how the Run DMC and Houdini concert got shut the fuck down because it was an all out melee yeah, between the, the gang. The sixties and somebody else. He, I think it was the sixties. Four trays, the Hoover's, all this <laughs> yeah. crazy shit. And Big U was, I was just out there swinging for the fences. <laughs> Jermaine Dupree was like, man, I was there, like I yeah. was on stage, like yo, what the. And they had to shut the concert down And so then it gets into like The whole Detroit shit with the Rick Ross thing Like no turn this truck around You know what I'm saying like y'all not coming in this Like, And Certain points I wish it would have got
1: a little deeper Yeah I think that they are Setting it up almost like As an introductory story to do Additional Jones on certain people like Big U for sure Big Big U is the executive producer right so I know he has another, another series play. coming about. Yeah. The fact that he was talking about the fact that he had, like, 15 players in the NFL that came through his football program. Yeah. 1,500 got Division One scholarships yeah. that's playing in college. I'm just like, damn, like, this dude really oh, yeah. changed the narrative. Like, yeah. flipped his whole fucking life around. And um, his son now is... a. Uh, playing Div- uh, division 1 college football somewhere okay. also. They get into that later on. It's crazy
0: on. to think that they filmed boys in the hood on his block. Literally. Like nuts, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's 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 a really really good John, like I said I'm 3 episodes in and 6 parts.
1: So Yeah, no. Excellent. 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 If y'all haven't watched that watch it super well done tasteful because the right people were in charge yeah. of the production and not just showing up as talent and telling a story so check out yeah. uh, Hip Hop Uncovered
0: Haitian Jack's story is nuts too Haitian,
1: <laughs> I'll say this about Haitian Jack you gotta take everything Jack say with a grain of salt Jack every the, the one key thing that I saw in everybody on the show except Jack was humility Jack has gotten deported and he still don't have no humility whatsoever. I, None. I, I, I want to say it's like
0: the Napoleon thing, maybe, maybe. But I, I mean, in his defense, that nigga had a he he was fucking Madonna. Like, true. It's hard to be humble when you're stunting on the <laughs> jumbotron. <drum. laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it just it just is what it is. And like he he still, from all intents and purposes, has like a really good life. Yeah, for sure. He looked healthy, clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: He had a nice AP on.
0: Yeah, real
1: nice. You know what I mean? Like, it just... I just, like, it's, to me, it felt like he was telling his Pac stories with a super slant to him. Be, for two reasons. One, Pac is not here to defend himself. Two, nobody on earth wants to talk to Suge Knight ever again. Right. So, when you sur- surround it on a docuseries with your friends, Benny's your friend, Big U is your friend, Like, you surround and and Deb is a proponent for you. Nobody's not coming with a dissenting opinion to be like, What's poppin' guys? It's Jay Jonah here from Blowin' Smoke. If you're a fan of fun, insightful, and breakthrough conversations, then be sure to check out and subscribe to The Blowin' Smoke Podcast, a show that covers life experiences and firsthand testimonies from some of your biggest names in your favorite industries. And it's all brought to you exclusively right here by The Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. See, that didn't happen like that. You kind of are the reason Tupac got locked up. Like it's easy to say, like, oh, we caught a bullshit case when you ain't the most famous nigga in the room, and the girls say it was his fault. I came to see Tupac. All right, cool. That's all the DA need at that point. I came to see Tupac. Well, what about the other two niggas that actually like raped you? No, fuck them. We going at the Tupac, like right? yeah. so. It's like it's easy for him to look back and be like, oh, it was a bullshit case. We could have beat that. You did beat it because you wasn't Tupac. You wasn't Tupac, nigga. And you
0: yeah. were the cause of the shit. It is crazy that we were talking earlier, like, the, like knowing what we know now about the Pac shooting at Quad. Like knowing that, like you know, it wasn't Biggie. At all. At all. Not even 1%. Like, not a percentile.
1: (laughs) Like, knowing that Biggie was... It's like the Patrice O'Neal shit. Like, the... The can roll down down the fucking hill. You in the studio. Exactly. He going to the 38th floor. You on the 42nd. He get hit the fuck up. Now it's you. But you blatantly
0: know, yo, it was... You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, it just make you look at Pac a little bit like... Don't you... You riled up a whole nation. You perpetuated a beef to sell records. Like... You, at the end of the day, and we just got to keep it a book. Pac lost his life because he started doing gang shit and wasn't no gang member. Absolutely. And we know that to be like... Factual. 98% <laughs> fact. You was running around with them boys. You got started fucking yeah. around with them boys. Tattoo M.O.B. on your fucking arm, all that shit. You start banging the hood that you wasn't for. You know, and looking back on it, it's like, so Pac, whatever. But Biggie, for sure. On that bullshit. Being in LA, Pocket just got killed. Emotions still running high. Yeah. All of that behind the scenes shit that went on. Bodyguards getting beat to death. Motherfuckers mama's address is getting ripped down. Yeah. People getting peed on Big and drinking Jake got pee. We're never gonna forget that. Big Jake got killed in Atlanta, which was Suge, right hand man. Yeah. Like all of that shit. And it just to see that it was all like. Nah. Yeah. And like Nas even said it, like when they stepped to pocket in, in New York, like no, I'm just like on some selling record shit. Though.
1: Yeah. You, because you can't successfully beef with everybody. No, that doesn't work. It catches up with you in a snap. So, so it was just like that part. So it's like Pac did a lot of weird shit. However, the 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 angle that Haitian Jack is like taking on Pac just to completely shit on him, I don't think that's fair either. No. It's like call him out for the weird shit that he did, but. Be accountable for your role in where y'all relationship went left. Also, right. He's trying to make it like oh, it was just all about Ma- oh Madonna like me over pot because I was a real G, which may be true, but that ain't the reason y'all all the way fell out. Like Madonna went to go visit him in jail, though, right? Exactly. Yeah. So again, so that's the the slant yeah. shit like with Jack to where it's like shut up, Jack. Yeah. And aside from that, your right hand man in photos. Represented on the Unsolved series, represented in every retelling of the Biggie and Pac beef was Jimmy Henchman, James Roseman. Mm-hmm. He is verified in federal court as an informant from 1997 that we can prove you doing all this gangster shit with Jimmy Hinchman, and you ain't never fucking went to jail. Aside from the little penny any bullshit skid bid that ended, ultimately got you deported. Tupac might have frivolously called you a snitch, but you were hanging with a snitch every day for 15 years before anything happened to you. And that situation was above everybody's pay grade where it was like, all right, Jack, we had enough of your shit. It's time for you to go. And you had another card to play to stay in the States, which was, oh, well, I served in the Army for the United States. How y'all going to... But you were hanging with a rat every day doing gangster shit. So either you're complicit in what he's doing or you just the luckiest gangster of all time. Right. And I don't know that you're the luckiest gangster of all time. Henchman is back out though, right? No. Henchman got a zillion life sentences. Who am I
0: thinking about that just got released? He fucked up with the COVID. He got pardoned. Who?
1: Oh, you talking about Harry O. Harry i I'm, I'm mixing Harry O
2: yeah, with No, Hinchman. Jimmy Hitchman
1: is never getting out yeah. of Jimmy Hitchman got a murder for hire charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I'm, I was mixing
0: Harry because, O. With
1: all right, so the Jimmy Hitchman shit. Him and 50, he was managing game at the time. He basically put it in. Jimmy Hitchman is from that Supreme era. Yeah. He's cool with Supreme and all of them. So, Supreme, did you
0: know 50 Cent is on the cover, on the back of Rock Him Paid in Full? The real 50 The cent. real 50 Cent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the they real fifty cent Puerto Rican supreme. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 I guess I just missed that all these years. Like, oh shit, that really was fifty. Yeah, they 100. were with the Brooklyn mob. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> what he was saying. Like Eric B was everybody like everybody in that picture is Stone Cold yeah. Street Legends, and it's just Eric B and Rakim with them. Yeah. But like, yeah, like that but was Eric how Eric B was like third in charge of the Brooklyn mob. He was like, that's how <laughs> close this shit was because he was like, basically, it was like, yo. The the drug dealers who was getting all the money was like, yo, I can back the rapper and back the play and had mm-hmm. a rappers come to my party and have LL and Houdini and this and the third yep. Curtis Blow and all this shit. And then they saw it and was like. Shit, I could manage a rapper and really, really put right. some shit together. Then they was just like, man, fuck it, I'm about to put some <laughs> bars. I'm about to put some bars out. So he was like, that's how close it ran, you know? Yeah. Like it was just, it
1: was hand in hand, like and, it was. And this how deep Eric B. Street ties ran when Suge came to the East Coast and wanted to do Death Row East. Eric B. was the president. Yeah, Eric, like because nobody fucks with Eric B. So it's just like, all right, oh nobody never and eric b still mega rich to this day driving the newest bins yeah. all that shit like eric b is a different individual like have you ever did you uh check out him on flip the script podcast i saw it but didn't it's watch one it. of the best interviews ever like he's just like the whole time he's like you know because flip, because flip is annoying as fuck he's like yo you know i don't talk to nobody like you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> <laughs> like he just super secret he's like yo you know i don't talk to anybody right like it's some
0: motherfuckers like that where you can just look at them and kind of like sense it where it's like they don't look to be on the on the the zone with it they don't look to be in everybody's face and you know going through every little fucking media platform Mm -hmm. and this and the third that's why motherfuckers like act
1: too cool or it'd be like for what you're on every fucking media platform possible i knew eric b was a super goon when he said yeah I mean you know It was no real issues Between me and Rakim You know what I'm saying Like it was It was straight business You know we was 50-50 partners I'm like You were the DJ How the fuck did you How the fuck This one of the five <laughs> Rakim this, number six Maybe on all time list. It's like one of the Eight greatest yeah. MCs Of all time You 50-50 partners With this nigga Like mm. how
0: Well we killed That last <laughs> track <laughs> That
1: you wrote Yeah we killed yeah, that yeah, shit Yeah we man. smoked that joint. <laughs> like
0: Yeah man That shit is crazy but yeah, it's a very very good documentary like i said it, it just it, it 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 really really shows you the the underground the underlying thing yeah. that's there in and, and even carries on to the new hip-hop yeah like even when you look at these new crews cash money uh qc it's literally the bad boy. Yeah. Like, my, I know we all looked at Puff and like, oh, Puff be dancing and shiny gators and Puff was running around with like the yeah. toughest
1: motherfuckers I know, out. I, not, I don't personally know, but a friend of mine is cool with a nigga. He locked up right now, but that was basically like a BMF affiliate, and he was just like, this is his, his, his exact word. He said, "Oh, Puff is a sissy, but he's a gangster. He's like, he'll beat you the fuck up. He get you murdered. Whatever. He's like, Puff is a gangster. He's like, he's like, and people." Don't fuck with him like for a reason. Like Suge was calling himself, trying to like press a line and sell records and this and this, because him and Puffy was friends. He's like, but he knew who Puff had with him. He's like, even before the Southside all that got involved, he had Zip and Wolf and Wolf all. Wolf and all. Them I niggas hear. just real gangsters. Like yeah. Suge knew better. He just was filling himself. You know what I'm saying? But no, Puff, Puff, and it's crazy because out of all of that destruction and mayhem, Puff came out the cleanest out of everybody. Duh,
0: all the time.
1: Puff a billionaire. He got a beautiful family. Like, Every time.
0: <laughs> like, it just didn't matter what was going on. Like, I, I'm going to walk out of because this. Because
1: he understood the long game. And he knew, like, all right, if I do this, then this. Like, he was thinking seven, eight, nine steps ahead yeah. whereas a nigga like Suge is just thinking in the moment like yeah. I got the mob we gonna fuck some niggas up I'm gonna run this nigga over <laughs> with this big <laughs> ass truck that's like, gonna yeah. be it you know what I'm saying and it's like the this documentary was so good to me because it highlighted the importance of street culture in yeah. hip hop when the camera at Del Taco catch you running the nigga
0: over <laughs> then putting it in reverse and going back over yeah. it's just like you ain't really getting out of this one OG
2: yeah <laughs> no I ain't seen you
1: see the nigga yeah, because they said The whole situation <laughs> <laughs> The whole situation was Suge in the car He pull up on Suge shit He pull up on Suge shit Terry like Damn, now what you doing here, man? Get up out of here You know, we gonna We gonna work something. No, they trying to play me Da-da-da The nigga bone from uh, from the jungles, Bone, who was in Training Day, and he's also in the Tax Collector. Right. Excellent fucking movie. Right. If y'all haven't seen the Tax Collector on Hulu, Bone walk up and just start pushing you in the face. That's the one from Training Day. That uh, from Training Day, that one that ran the jungles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a real. He was one to gangster. pick the gun up. Exactly. At the end. Yeah, he's a yeah. real life gangster. Athens Park Blood, but mm-hmm. he's so he's he he like this with Dr. Dre and the Holly the Hollywood Productions pay him and Big U and a couple others. To shoot around yeah, LA, LA because they that. control these neighborhoods. Right, he's a real gangster, so he sees Suge. He just walk right up to the car, go right in his mouth. Suge panicked because he think Bone gonna smoke him. That's when he throw the car in reverse, all that crazy shit, run Bone over, kill Terry, and then the rest is fucking history. Because he feared for his life because a real gangster was on his ass.
0: Yeah, yeah that that's the part of the documentary. It highlights so much shit that went on and yeah. so many
1: things that are the way they are because of all the yeah. nonsense that went on. What I Did you get to the part where, I don't know if it was part three, where they was talking about like the whole checking in culture and all of that shit? I just got to, that's part four. Part four, alright. Yeah. So they get into that and they basically like, listen, like, it ain't about somebody trying to extort you or whatever. This is for your own protection. Right. Like, you away from, like, Juvenile said it best on 400 Degrees. You far away from home. You an alien. Yeah. Like, anything can happen to you. And, Big, you like, you ain't got to check in with me. Call Magic. Call Bone. Call this person. Call Call somebody. Because when you get flipped upside down, you're going to want to call somebody. Right. Call in advance so I can tell you this neighborhood cool, this neighborhood ain't right. cool. Watch yourself. So, no, but uh, we ain't got to talk about that but so much more. But after you watch the next three parts, we we'll talk about the okay, end cool. and everybody redemption story uh, next week. How was your week, though? Oh, man. Uh, I spent a week in Miami. Um, I fucking loved it. I fell in love with Miami again. Um, mm-hmm. I basically... My whole goal for the last week was uh, to explore the parts of Miami that are more culture and through. not like south beach
0: i i, like, I, I rarely spend time when yeah. i go down there i'll go to like coconut grove i'll go fort Wa- yeah. um, fort washington i'll go to <laughs> fort lauderdale i'll be all over the fucking yeah. place i rarely ever be on like so i explore all like, like ocean drive like i
1: stayed near the design district so i was in the design district heavy you know the shopping all of the restaurants pharrell has a restaurant down there swan um i believe it's he's partnered with david gluckman um I could be wrong. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Kev is uh the one that put me on, so he could correct me if I'm wrong. But uh Pharrell has his restaurant down there, Swan. Crazy, beautiful, five star everything, the presentation, the fucking drink menu, uh whole lot of
0: whole lot of Michelin rated shit going on.
1: Everything. Yeah. All of that shit. Uh I went to so I basically did like my own restaurant week. Like, you know, I was like, you know, shopping and exploring the different areas during the day, Brickle Design District. Uh, Coral Gables, all of that. And then like nighttime basically went to a different restaurant every night. So I went to Prime Uh Prime Fish, which is the sister to Prime 112. 112. But they yeah. also have the steak, the the the, the Prime Steak menu also, along with the uh the seafood or whatever. So did that joint the first night. I did Swan the second night, Pharrell's restaurant, the third night, Mr. Chow. Um, prom
0: 112, they gave me a, a free bottle of champagne in there. Cause, holy shit. Because we told them I play for the dolphins. <laughs> it was funny as shit. Filet.
2: Yeah. Filet. Filet. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had the, um, i rented the S63. Yeah. So, you know, it had the Florida plates on it or whatever. Now, I had on all white, which was freaky. <laughs> And and then I I had the boot. That was when I popped my Achilles. Okay. So I had the air boot on. So we pull up. Me and Lee, we get out. You know she's dressed really nice. I'm you know big nigga. And the boy was like, man, you're massive or whatever. And I, he was like, what happened to the to the ankle? I'm like, fucked it up. You know, training camp, whatever. <laughs> and he was like, oh man, what, what do you you play football? I'm like, I'm Dolphins. You know, like I'm on, on, on the red shirt team. But you know, hopefully next year. He's like, oh man, hopefully you know you get yourself <laughs> back together, whatever. We get in there, They straight brought us free bottles
1: champagne <laughs> and shit like <laughs> that. Shit was nuts. <laughs>
0: I'm like yo Lion <laughs> be fun
2: as right. shit we,
1: <laughs> we You can out. pull it off Yeah <laughs> and That shit be working Yeah, uh, And then uh, The third uh, uh, Tuesday night Um Tuesday night went to uh Pao, which is a uh, Indonesian slash Filipino restaurant in the Faina Hotel. Okay, the Faina Hotel is like the illest shit in Miami. It's like at thirty third and Collins. They got the that's the one with the big gold elephant yeah, outside I, of I, the I, courtyard. Yeah, I've seen
0: pictures and shit.
1: Yeah, the Faina is out of this world. Um, all is like red decor, jungle shit, crazy, ridiculous. Um, super five diamond hotel, all of that shit. And then the final night, um, we went to uh, Nurset. Uh, Salt Bay Restaurant. Mm-hmm. He was there. He was holding the court. He was killing that shit. Like I was
0: gonna ask, is it?
1: Is do you have to like book him? Well basically it's like It's certain shit on the menu You can order That's like signature Jones And he'll come to your table And do the show And all of that But he But what if he's not there If he ain't there Then you get another nigga
0: Yeah like I don't I don't, I don't, I don't want uh, Yeah so I book- I, don't, I don't want salt boy <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I want to see the actual You know what Salt brush Yeah Salt fam <laughs> Like nah because I, I was, I was, I meant to ask you that the other because yeah. we, we talked about so much
1: shit. That I just kind of yeah. like it skipped my mind, but I, I wanted to ask like, do you have to book him or no, I just I just kind of lucked up like I booked the reservation and I was just like, it's Miami, middle of the week, like New York stinks, like nobody's in New York. He's probably around, sure enough. I get in there. He in there holding court. It was like a table of like some good-looking white women. Uh, Black History Month's over, so I can say yeah. that. It's like a table of good-looking white women. He was over there shooting his shit. He had a gold Patek on. Was he nuts. had a gold Patek on, baguette, fucking factory dial. He was, he was in his act. He was killing that shit. And he was just bouncing around table to table, holding court, talking to people. And uh, it was like a great experience It's literally the best steakhouse i ever been to Like it's he, not he, even fucking
0: cool. He further proves my point I would say like when it comes to white people, a ponytail means you're either filthy rich or completely <laughs> fucked up. Like, you, there is no in-between. You see a white man with a ponytail, he's either filthy rich yeah. or he's in the subway. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's no in-between. One of the underground people yeah. from New York City. Like, think, think about if Taylor just had a ponytail. That would make no fucking sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've never seen a white person with a ponytail that just be like... Chilling, working a job, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Got a little property, like you got a
1: ponytail. You filthy fucking rich, or you fucked up. But yeah, it looked it looked fly. Yeah, like no, it was it was super fly. The decor, the ambiance. They you know they playing music. They got the fucking you can you know they got the champagne all the way up to the fucking ace of spade rosé, Dom perion, the whole shit. It's almost like a yo. <laughs> you
0: just made me think about it. You did. Uh, so I,
1: I started listening to Earn Your Leisure. Shout out. I want to get. I want to yo. Get, I was I I had no, let me say this. I apologize, earn your leisure. I had no fucking idea y'all shit was that massive. Yeah, they, they have a
0: whole network now. Yeah, they have like webinars and all. They're really, really for real. I really, they really got Mark Cuban
1: coming on this I, week.
0: I, I was about to say Mondays. What made me super get into their joint was Troy, because Troy's a teacher. And he basically do this uh they did like a six-week financial literacy program for kids yeah. and it became like so deep that the kids were telling the parents and then they was like yo they, they started doing that and putting together all these different workshops and all the shit and then the podcast so last week they just had like a run well not two weeks now a run that was just crazy as shit they had mark cuban on their show then they did the breakfast club a couple days later they signed with black effects which is Charlemagne's network yeah. like i think they might have done it the day before or whatever yeah and then they were number one on iTunes for Business Jumps. <laughs> and
1: then Market Mondays was number 20. Yeah. And then they had three other shows that they produced were in the top 160. Yeah,
0: they, they, they're they dope. But the, you made me think about the episode they had Mark Cuban on. You didn't listen to it, did you? No. So Mark Cuban was like, um, they were like, you are you might be the only uh, NBA owner who like went to live on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? When they yeah. won the championship. So Mark Cuban was like, I'll tell you a crazy story about that night. So... They went to live after they won the championship. He's like, as we're getting in there, the the manager of the uh, of the club was like, "We have a bottle of champagne that's hundred and forty thousand dollars. It's a huge, uh, yeah, like a Dirk sized bottle. It's of a gigantic. Like, like they gotta bring in a wheelbarrow <laughs> and shit. And he and Dirk, he was like, Dirk looked at me and was like, Hell yeah, you better get it. And he was <laughs> like, All right. So he's, like, I gave him my black card, and he was like, You know, with black cards, and this is where I like kind of like. I know we play off we we play off a of shit better than most people and that's not a knock yeah. but he was like you know, every, you know, he was like, You know that every six months they give you the new black card because for theft protection. And they was just like, Yeah. And I'm like, Right there is where you'd be like, Hell no, I didn't hell know no, yeah, <laughs> Hell How do no, we I don't know, know this? <laughs> like, No, we don't know do this. Like, what the I've fuck? I've already even seen one black card in person. Like, I got a black card, but it's a fucking cash app <laughs> <half> card. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But anyway, he was like, You know, they They give you a new black card every six months for theft protection. So he's like, You know, you get it, you got signed, it, activated, whatever. He's like, I guess I just hadn't done it. Like, you know, just with everything going yeah. on. So he's like, I gave my black card. He's like fifteen minutes past Dirk, Jason Terry, Tyson Chandler. The they all like, mate? yo, where the bottle? We want to see the shit. So he's like, the manager came and tapped me on my shoulder, like, "Can we talk to you?" He's like, it has been a long time since I got <laughs> one of those, one one of, one of those taps." So he's like, the manager took me back, like, "Yeah, your card declined," and he was like, "How the hell could it decline? It's a black like a, Amex, and I'm a
1: billionaire."
0: And, and he was like, "Oh, it must not be activated." So he was like, he called. American Express, real quick, and the the first lady was like, "No help." So he's like, "Can I speak to a manager?" The manager got on the phone was like, "Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but how can I be sure that this is Mark Cuban?" He was like, "Dude, did you not see television tonight? We won the fucking (laughs) championship. Turn this (laughs) card." He's like, "They got it done and bored the bottle out, but the bottle was a hundred and forty racks, like."
1: Yeah. Uh, That's
0: re- life altering money. No, man.
1: serious. And on a bottle of champagne. On man. a bottle. On some bubbly, a little bit of the on bubbly. On some bubbly <laughs> that you can't even take with you. Yeah. One of the uh, one of my friends, uh, my man, Mike Black, he used to be the district manager when I worked at Total Sport. He told me a black car story. It was uh, I think it was it was Biggs. And he like Basically like You know with the black car I think you gotta spend A quarter million every year Or something yeah, like, annually, that. like Yeah annually Like recurrently You gotta spend sure. a quarter million So it was like Basically like Biggs Would have his And he would never use it He'd wait to the end of the year And buy a car on the shit Whatever he'd go buy a Bentley Whatever the yeah. new hot shit is He'd go buy a car the car. So he said he went to this Car dealership That I guess he never dealt with before And they called Amex And was like Yeah we have a uh, Kareem Burke here He's trying to You know purchase a vehicle You know his car We just wanted to verify Such and such before he run it They said the people from Amex Was like listen th- that man." As a Centurion car holder, don't you ever in your fucking life call here again to verify no purchase for a Centurion car holder and hung the phone? Wow. <laughs>
2: it's
1: a different level of access. Yeah. They said Amex was literally like, what like it's a, it's a black, what are you what do you what are you calling for? It's a black card. The purpose of the car. Yeah, he <laughs> could, he could buy a, a skyscraper he's like I, we understand that the card is black but he's black right <laughs> so he's
0: black with the card <laughs> they're both black and we're trying to figure out what's happening <laughs> <laughs> and like, we, not, we don't give a fuck about the card he's black yeah, <laughs> that's the where the guy, problem lies the, the card holder is black as well yo real shit oh yeah we don't give a damn about the card being black it's him being black that we're calling about that's funny as shit <laughs> Yeah. Damn. But yeah, you, you had a ball. I, was, I,
1: I, I had the time of my life, man. Um all I gotta say is Miami B. Miami. Listen, it Miami or ATL, I'm ready uh, to go. Fuck ATL, Miami B. I, listen, I'm you <laughs>
0: we set this shit up. We can go ahead and tell me yeah. and, me and Chad are contemplating taking this show on the road. On the road and getting out of this market. The uh the bus I had the other night, the heat cut off. <laughs> And I, I literally, I got was, enough of this shit. I was like, "This is this, is <laughs> this is it." I, I, I'm I'm physically done, and I, I'm just on a tip where I understand the product that we have and the magic that we can create. Yeah. And I really want to get to a place where we can really, really branch out, create a network, have bigger guests, for have sure. more guests, be able to do more things bring with, the, with the show, product. bring a better product for the people. And we've realized now when it comes to media, in Philadelphia, they often say things have like a glass ceiling. When it comes to young <laughs> urban media, the ceiling is cement and it has spikes. Yeah, and the floor is rising.
1: The only person and it got like a a a, a a a a vault door on it, yeah. and the only person that got the fucking pin code is like Kenny Gamble. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that's fucking it. Holding like like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's
0: it. And it's just like, yeah, no, nah, we we had a serious talk
1: yesterday, and it was just like, yeah, like I. You know, yeah, I say like, I, I, I'm leaning more toward Miami because of this one, <clears throat> no state income tax, two, extremely corporate friendly in terms of setting up companies and shit like that. And then, three, I was with uh, my, my bro, uh, Javier, DJ yeah, Golden out, Boy, Harvey. follow him on all social media. This motherfucker is one of the biggest power brokers in the nation, I promise you. Uh, at DJ Golden Boy on uh, Instagram, um, and he was telling me in the next two years, three major industries are moving to South Florida tech finance and the entertainment industry music and movies Mm -hmm. because of the things that i mentioned before the tax breaks corporate friendly status all of that shit and you know i was with him the last night uh the last night before i came home on wednesday night and you know we talked and he was basically like bro he was like if you want to move anywhere he's like number one you got to get the fuck out of philly like philadelphia is over you got to get the fuck out of philly but if you're going to move anywhere you should move here because i'm here I'm one of your best friends, and you automatically get my network from day one when you move here. Mm -hmm. This is the guy that booked fucking kevin hart for grant cardone's 10x festival conference this is the guy that booked kevin hart at the hard rock three times one of which i was there with him like next to him and our section was here and kevin hart's section was here so it's like it's a different level of access you know with this guy right now and um you know this is one of my absolute best friends and it's crazy how we met because like a crazy ass like woman introduced us and neither one of us like Fuck with her yeah. We both fuck with each other So that's just life for you But uh, I just think that You know The type of things That you know He could potentially Do for us As far as like Steering guests Towards our yeah. way And insight And This company And all of that shit That he has at his disposal Would be huge He just brokered a deal For fucking TikTok For a Black History <laughs> Month concert
0: Well listen Like like yeah. the conversation We all had the other day I told you I I was you know I kind of had my heart on ATL but if it's meant for me to wear shorts and John (laughs) Cletazes every day oh
1: yeah and the other reason why we should move to Miami they have the best weather in the
0: country yeah you see what I'm saying so it's like I'll get some big ass size 16 John in the whole whole week I
1: was there it was 72 to 82 even when it rains you ain't tripping you're like
2: "Uh,
0: you know should be moving a little (laughs) bit
1: (laughs) It'll go away in a little
0: while. But it rained here, and you like, I'm gonna kill myself. (laughs) Like this shit is terrible.
1: It rained all weekend. I wanted to shoot somebody up here. It rained three days out of the six I was there. I'm like, you know, it'd be
2: all right. The funniest part is when you. (laughs)
1: The funniest
0: part is when you go somewhere and you come back to Philly, and you can, like, you get to the airport of like flying out, and you see the congregation of people going back to Philly,
1: and you see the cracked iPhones, (laughs) (laughs) and you just like. I'm I'm going home you know, <laughs> like, I, I had the Wi-Fi on a plane and shit When I was coming back We get about 40 miles outside of Philly They're like, yeah, we're making starting to make our final set into Philly We're about 40 miles out I'm like, damn, I can smell the gunpowder <laughs> 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 I can smell the larceny oh, we, <laughs> From 30,000 feet I can still <laughs> smell the fucking larceny, man
0: But yeah, hopefully in these next couple weeks, honestly um, We can get it all together You know, we, we really seriously discussed Atlanta and then we like we had a real deal conversation. Shout out Ra. The conversation we had the other night was amazing. Yeah. That of con- the whole conversation about the the um black economics and everything. Yeah. That, that like, I wish we could like, you know. Put out the shit yeah. we, you know,
1: because we have really, really, really great private conversations.
0: Yeah, but we talked about the whole Miami situation, and it's just, I just like, think
1: my for me, Miami is uh, it just represents a more diverse market. There's more diversity there. Um, you know, with these other industries coming in there, it's gonna create even more diversity. And um, you know, Atlanta for what it is, it's it's a black city. It's fucking black Hollywood. It's Wakanda. It is what it is. But the violence is starting to tick up a little bit. Like, and, Well, we're here, so. <laughs> And once once niggas tried to tried to kill Saha for no reason on, like, a Wednesday night, I'm like, I don't know Did you see it, D- DJ Envy was talking about his uh,
0: Cullinan got stolen? No. Uh, yeah, they stole his Cullinan. And he was like, at first he was pissed, but then he was like, um, he wanted to find out who did it on some, like, yo, man, like, you doing this shit, eventually you gonna run into the wrong motherfucker, they gonna blow your head off, or you gonna go to jail, like, Let's see if you taking these cars and doing whatever the fuck you doing with them. Like, you know, we can't haul off and, like, get you to, you know, invest some money or, you know, try to go about it this way or whatever, whatever. And, you know, so that's my whole thing. Like, you know, when it comes to the to the youth, it's like they just don't be knowing no better. Yeah. So he's like, at first, like in front him, I was pissed. Like, what the fuck? But then it's like, man, I can get that shit again. You know, yeah. I got insurance, whatever. And, you know, I just wanted to basically be on some, yo, you doing this. You ever stop and be like, "Oh, I did this. I got fifteen thousand, twenty thousand. Right. Like, all right, I done did this enough. You know, now let's 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 become an entrepreneur about this. Let's exactly. invest some money." Exactly. And Charlemagne was like, "Well, what if it was your Cullinan and it took him over the top?" Where it's like, "Okay, now I can fully invest." <laughs> <laughs> For your best into what I want to do out, out here, but yeah. So yeah, he definitely got his color. Yeah, motherfucker,
1: motherfucker, steal your color, and that shit is on a shipping container to Nigeria right now. Duh, you, duh. Ain't, you ain't got to never worry about seeing that motherfucker again, especially in the New York tri-state. No, this happened in Atlanta. Oh, it happened in Atlanta. I think it was in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Atlanta, Cause well, Atlanta, same shit.
0: Because you know he's huge with the real estate yeah, shit yeah, yeah. down there, so I think it was down in ATO and shit.
1: Damn, yeah, definitely swipe the rules truck. Like, yeah, no, that carjacking shit is crazy in Atlanta. Like, Literally So this car gets stolen Or he got carjacked No he did get carjacked oh, okay, I doubt right. that No cause like they, I saw a the other day Motherfucker in Atlanta Lady at the fucking gas pump She had yeah, like a little yeah, BMW yeah. X3 Or whatever Nigga
0: tried to crack on her Yeah She didn't give him no play Was like Alright Well
1: right. <laughs> 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 Nigga crept around He was in a BMW too He crept around the side of the jaw Stole her purse and her laptop <laughs> And skated off I'm like yo these niggas are vicious.
0: Oh no I'm talking about the boy Who stole the car No nah, this is a different jaw No Oh, no. this chick got out the car and boy, like he, you, he hey, would tell he old, like What's baby? something. Like she like no, 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 and walked in the store. He like, <laughs> 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 he didn't have Shit. yeah. But uh, what did, did I do anything this week? Um, my week was eventful to say the least. Oh, I got into it with Dustman the other day. <laughs> I was the that was pretty lit. The um, it went left like, fast too. Cause that the other day when it snowed. Um, I left out of the crib to go to work early thinking that the roads was going to be terrible. Yeah. So when I come to work, I normally walk in around like 3.30. So all the old heads, like all our number one, number four, all of them motherfuckers, them super old niggas been there 40 years, they all get done at like 2 in the afternoon. Okay. 2.30 at the latest because they all do early straights. So I never see these people because yeah. I don't come in until 3.30. So me getting there, I got there early as fuck the other day. I got there at like 2.45. They all in there. They was playing cards. And I ain't seen a card game. Cause you know, you know how my shit get six cards. You know, it'd be four tables going poker and shit, shooting dice in the bathroom. That shit was like Caesars. So when I came to the to the break room, I looked in the, in the I'm like, oh Lord, all these motherfuckers. In so I Now come, I gotta be social. So I come in, hey, what the fuck is up? You know, all of that shit. So I'm just like, what's up? So he turns around and he I ain't seen him in months. He turned around and was like, yeah what's up nigga what you, what you been ducking me Or something And I'm like Ain't nobody been ducking Your bitch ass <laughs> <laughs> And it just went
1: downhill From there You know what I'm saying What you been ducking me? Yeah I'm like Ain't nobody been ducking I Your owe you, bitch I ass I don't owe you <laughs> No $40 or nothing Nigga What the fuck I been ducking you for So
0: then we started like uh, What was the first thing We got into it about uh, Oh LeBron Wanting to be Jordan And not being Jordan and I, I'm just like I'm just like I'm not even paying this nigga no mind. Then he started saying something else, and he said something else. Then he started going into how now, because they were talking about the snow. And one of the other old heads, Tony, was like, yeah, the, it's crazy. Like, I don't see no kids out here shoveling snow. Like, what the fuck? Like, when did that end? And he was like, I'll tell you where it ended. With motherfuckers like him. All these motherfuckers <laughs> thinking they can be rappers and motherfucking radio personalities and every motherfucking thing. I'm just like...
1: Like, you do know I'm
0: 36, right? right? right. (laughs) So he was like, all these motherfucking kids, all they want to do is sit in the house, be on YouTube, making motherfucking videos. They don't want to be out there doing no hard motherfucking work because that's the way we came up. And that's the problem with society now. And this, so I'm just like, yo, real talk. I, I looked up. I'm like, I got 13 minutes before I fucking report. I'm like, the reason you don't see kids shoveling snow for five dollars and ten dollars now is because not trying to be funny kids can go on youtube or tiktok and become millionaires in two to three weeks and you got a lot of kids now that are way more creative and rate way more uh resourceful to the things that they have in and around their community their lives it's motherfuckers who legitimately make Jones where they prank their moms and fucking blow the fuck up on yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, whereas like y'all back in the day were like one level removed from slavery. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like all you knew was hard work with your hands. Yeah. Go get a shovel, shovel snow for $5. At the end of the day, you done made 75 bucks. You can go get some pro kids and some heroin and it's a good fucking day. You know what I'm saying? It's but smack. <laughs> <laughs> go get some smack and some fucking boots <laughs> you had a good fucking day. So he was like, "You you swear you swear old motherfuckers is is it did things wrong?" And I'm like, "No, I don't think older people did anything wrong. I think what it is is that as time goes on, everything evolves. So people just have a new understanding or a new think about how all y'all knew back in the day. And even my family is victim of it. All we knew as black people growing up back in the day was work hard, get a pension, save some money. In 30 years, you get your pension, you can go on vacation, and you might could like get a new house." might <laughs> you might could you, you might lucky be, if you get to yeah, do that
1: you, you might can get a double
0: you, <laughs> you might, might. <laughs> you might you might Yeah. and that's what we knew but now you got people who are understanding yo i can invest money into the stock market i can be an entrepreneur i can like you even uh down to little kids fucking uh shout out Kyrie slick daughter sold out all her cupcakes and then you know she had a mm-hmm. bake sale she's fucking a little girl yeah she got my dad fake famous. I'm gonna go get some fucking money. I, like, that, that's the way kids operate yeah. now. Yeah, it's just it's it's just a different ball game. So he was, who who are you to 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 be the the master of what? And I'm just like yo, shut the fuck up. Like I don't even know why I started. So then the the other old head was like. Why Why you even come in here if y'all know y'all can't like Get to just be in the sand And I'm like who the fuck are you to say why'd I come in here Do you not know about civil rights I ain't going to fucking where I want to go Ain't no what you old niggas was walking for <laughs> And when I said that all hell kind of like reckless <laughs> And my dispatcher was like, every time,
1: which (laughs) I'm just like, dog,
0: like it's just always some nonsense. But yeah, ain't that what you
1: old niggas was walking? (laughs) Like just silly
0: (laughs) shit. But yeah, it 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 fucks me up because it's like I was telling him, I was telling Tone, when you what's crazy is how y'all say all the time you don't see no kids shoveling. I'm like, you know who you see shoveling? Old, old niggas, niggas. <laughs> that used to be shoveling back <laughs> in the they day. Been shoveling,
1: sixty-two years.
0: Been shoveling. <laughs> it starts snowing. They twirling the shovel around in the in the basement, like, yeah, I about to go get some money out of here. And I'm just like, it's just, it's just different now. Like, kids is like, why do like? And that not trying to be on some shit, but because it's still kids to shovel
1: snow, and yeah. it's just what it is. But just, but the, if I could go be a gamer and make thousands of dollars, why the fuck am I here shoveling snow?
0: Like I'll be honest with you You know what me and Steve Shout out to Steve You know what we did back in the day We would go to Power Gamer On Woodland Avenue On 60th of Woodland Right Well not 61st in Woodland Yeah Right across from the Murrays And the Dunkin' Donuts and shit. Power Gamer used to be on the corner Motherfucking They used to sell the chips For the Playstations The ones It was You had to put the chip part In the back of the Playstation And then you had to put the spring Inside where the disc went And keep the fucking top open They sold them drones for $20 Verbatim disc At Best Buy 25 pack was $22 We would literally Go and buy the fucking chips and copy games that we would rent from blockbuster onto yeah. verbatim disc because it was the only yeah. dish you could use to, to, to copy games on yeah and literally i would sell the chip with your choice of three games for 50 bucks because games was 40 fucking dollars yeah i literally we made a killing doing that i'm not shoveling anything <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's just and that was us being young in 96 right, right. 97 so you can imagine i told you i was doing uh School tripper, the kids was coming out of school. the The boy was like, "Yo, T, yo, you getting on the charter?" He's like, "No, my Uber pulling up." I'm like Uber pulling up. <laughs> so nigga was like fifteen, yeah. and he on the phone like, "Yeah, right now my uh, YouTube has nine thousand subscribers. Actually, it's eighty eight hundred. I'm trying to get to fifteen thousand before the summertime. That's my goal." And I'm just like, "Little oh, nigga is running a racket. Right. <laughs> like they got a driver. <laughs> Shit is crazy." But that's, just, that's society now. Yeah. And older people really can't understand it. What you mean you don't want to be a brick mason? <laughs> <laughs>
2: what
1: you mean you don't want to break your motherfucking back, potentially?
0: Like, yeah, it's just... You it's, don't want to uh,
1: mix submit.
0: But they talk about that on Earn Your Leisure. Like, us, especially in the black community, we got taught work with your hands. Yeah. To the point where if, yeah, you know they got that that stupid joint to be like, my hands look like this so, so that her hands, hands can, can look, look like... like yeah. It'd just be like... No, you don't you don't have to no, it, fuck the, it doesn't have to be like the that. The
1: primary difference between black black culture and white culture is like black white people are literally told from a child they can do whatever the fuck they want and they really believe any
0: thing they want to do and they really do. like
1: do that shit. Like think about all the shit like over the last 20 years that's popped up that was like not even a hobby. It was just like so niche and just so ridiculous that like you could never think about making a job out of it, and it's like these are jobs. People are paid to be on social media. Mm-hmm. That's all they do, just paid to be
0: on social media. That's it. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? And it's like shit like that. It's- and old
0: niggas can't understand the concept because when they go on Facebook, they post them weird ass selfies yeah. and then to all the little bitches they look nice with yeah. hard eyes. Then they- you got
1: people that are con- social media consultants that are paid to tell the social media influencers mm-hmm. what to do in order to make more money on social media. Like
0: they got an episode on there about growing your social media following on the earn your leisure shit, like all the things to do and the center. Through.
1: They just the, the, the I, I'm gonna listen to theirs because I'm sure they got some good insight. Um, cause like everything you look at online, even when it comes from Forbes and Fortune and shit like that, it'd be the most generic information ever. It's mm-hmm. like make sure you post every day and it's like, all right, man, what the <laughs> fuck? Like,
2: <there's> not <laughs> nothing better than that.
1: Like
0: go to the uh home, people repost you. Go to the home investing seminar. <laughs> all right. First things first, you want to find properties, this is how you do it.
1: Go to google.com. <laughs> 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 then type in ww.filla.gov. Yeah. Real talk, or whatever prospective city you are
0: in. Envy talked about that on uh, the show I was watching. He's talking about because he they started doing the seminars for investing in real estate yeah. and shit. And he was saying how he did it just to piss off this one motherfucker in Atlanta dude was charging fifteen bands to come to a real estate investing joint. And Envy was like, "Nah, yo, like you got the information, and you really want some like trying to help the culture and help the people. You can't wow. charge motherfuckers Damn. fifteen thousand to come sit no, in this fuck joint." No. And he was like, we did it for free just to like piss him off. And Charlamagne was like, oh, you ain't shit. He's like, no, really. Like, that was what it was. It was like, yo, we did it just on some like,
1: nigga, this information is yeah. like, it's free. It yeah, was like, I'm gonna disrupt the market. You at 15,000, I'm at zero. And my information is better than yours. And he so, was like, so we, now next time I could charge a thousand or whatever the fuck. I'm and he was call. like, we did
0: it just to piss him off. And it wound up turning into a thing where it's like, you know, now we've we've done hundreds of these and we got yeah. all these different, you know, it's like a tree, like all these different branches of like, we're doing seminars on taxes and we're doing seminars on credit, the importance yeah. of that. And literally it's turned into a thing. And he was like, it was literally because I saw somebody who was charged. He's like, dog, I saw one John where he charged people $30,000 and was just like, what the fuck and it's like if you got 10 15 20 thousand dollars to go to this that's money you could put into the property exactly like why the fuck
1: perfect example my man ted he got uh shout out my man ted he got his uh sunglass company player frames he hit me up somebody that uh we know that i know he don't really know him but he follow him on social media was doing a seminar on on uh like social media marketing and how to use like the facebook ads and all of this old shit uh-huh. and instagram ads to help your business boom so he hit me up he was like yeah you know he was charging 2200 and now he cut it down it's 1100 blah blah i said all right well first things first they cut it down because nobody's not buying it at the 2200 so mm-hmm. that's the first thing i said secondarily I don't want you to give them the eleven hundred. I said because if you had, I said what you need to do is get a Facebook ad manager account. Yeah. Go on there, play around with it, fucking fuck around with the presets, set some groups up, this, this, and this. Do little test runs, eight dollars here, four dollars here. See if the if your if your groups that you set up react. I said then from there, did you know you can contact Facebook and you can do weekly or monthly. Free seminars with Facebook where they will tell you how to optimize the ad. And based on your test runs that you did, oh well, you know, I did a test run for $30, I did a test run for $12, da da. They can tell you, oh, this was wrong. You should change this image, da da. For free. I said, so you're gonna go pay a nigga, we know eleven hundred with the people that who figured it out on his own or figured it out through Facebook, when Facebook could tell you for free. Then you still got to turn around and spend 1100 on ads after you give him 1100 right. to promote your business. Shit Just is cut the middleman out. Right. And it's like I ain't trying to knock nobody hustle but niggas are the only ones charging for free information.
0: Right. Consistently that, that, that's, the tip, that's the tip Envy was getting at It was just like We're the only ones Who kind of do this Like We hoard information Other communities Don't do this with each other you know, But with us It's like Oh I'm gonna sell you yeah. On how to like Get into this When I got into it For fucking free You know
1: what the Jews And the Indians do Uh, the, the Eastern Indians Not uh Native Americans You know what the Jews And the Indians do When they find out Some new cool Innovative shit It's called town hall Yeah because they all live in the same fucking community, you have a town hall. Hey, we just discovered this shit, and then they got it up on the fucking PowerPoint, and it's like da da da. And yeah. me and Jebediah are gonna start this, and it's gonna cost a million dollars. <laughs> and if you want to get in on this shit, <laughs> then you could be doing donation. We doing uh, investment levels of ten thousand up till we get to a million. Yeah. Blah blah blah. We taking a uh, hundred potential investors and. D- everybody eats it's group economics and yo that's
0: the joint they was really really on like the group economics thing like we have no conscience of it it's like everybody's out for themselves everybody's cause, just cause god
1: forbid I get more than you or vice versa yeah. it's like it's like oh wait that, that, that nigga got the LTZ Malibu like <laughs> 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 my shit that shit is only an LT. Who the fuck this nigga think he is? this nigga Snigger got the SVT focus. <laughs> I don't know what's going Ex- on. Excuse out. me. Had to drop a dime on this nigga. Like it's it's that shit. It's the envious shit where it's like I, I got friends that's super successful. Like friends that I talk to on the phone. Friends that come to my crib. All that shit. <laughs> I got a friend with a fucking McLaren. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: the SVT focus. <room laughs> nigga,
1: nigga drove a McLaren to my crib. I didn't get upset. I ain't say, damn, nigga, you trying to shit on me. I got motivated. I got more money to fucking make. Like, yeah. these motherfuckers are legit miserable and crazy. And I say it all the time on social media to the point where people think I'm joking. I'm dead serious. Poverty is driving motherfuckers crazy, man. I mean, that's
0: kind of what happened. We, we were talking about it, like, with the whole poor thing. Yeah. It's like everybody... Wound up getting a situation, whether it was seven grand, fifteen grand, twenty two. It was so people who went out. It was people who went all the way up to a hundred.
1: It was a nigga that went up to three hundred. Yeah, that like one person removed from me.
0: And, and 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 nobody invested anything. And it's like I was reading this thing the other day on Forbes. Right, if you put six thousand dollars into a Roth R- 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 IRA. The interest, if you do it for your child, when your child is five years old, yeah. the interest when they get 60 will be at a million dollars. And he was like, just that right there, because we get, to, I mean, the article I'm reading was like, how we get taught, go get a pension, go get a pension, go get right. a pension, because you want security when you get to a certain age. He's like, you do that for your kid, their retirement is already there. Now you can just go and you don't got to fucking exactly. succumb to no job. because And it was crazy because the article was like, just how we were talking with uh, Ash, I mean, uh, Alicia and Alicia. Yeah. How we get told about job security and it'd be like, oh, you know, people be like, oh, I got it. I'm going to go do 30 years. I'm going to go do 30 years. And and it's crazy because the boy Rashard, he was saying how one of his homies was like, yeah, um, damn, I wish I'd have went and been a firefighter. He was like, what What do you mean? He was like, cuz I could have went and done a quick 30. He's like, there's no such
1: thing a as a quick, quick 30. 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just... It, it, ask me. Even, no, even if you get in at 20, you're going to be 50 when you're done with this. There's no it's such like, thing
0: as a quick 30. But we get told that because yeah. it's like, yo, you get the pension at the end. Yeah. But he's like, just think about just doing that for your child when your child is young. They have a retirement already to where exactly. you don't have to worry. You could just... Create and try, and I want to do this. I want to do this. Okay. I want to go, and it's crazy because I I was having a talk by the other day. Like, set the pension is bullshit, but in in the grand scheme of things, everybody be like, oh man, that's a good pension, right? But in reality, it's like yo, four thousand dollars a month ain't even really enough to live on now. No fuck no. Let alone. Twenty years from now. That's a
1: super like m- m- lower middle class existence. Four thousand a month. But
0: what's crazy is that's like one of the best pensions out this June. That's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah.
1: That's why you gotta you like, gotta take your money and invest in yourself. Real People shit. get paid all the time and they pay everybody except they got themselves. They don't save no money. They don't invest no money. They fucking get a paycheck. Say they get two thousand dollars. They get paid every two weeks. They get two thousand dollars net. They go. They fucking pay rent. They pay their car note. They pay their car insurance. They fucking trick on some hoes. You, you got four hundred left till the next paycheck. Then that's, your, then that's your then that's your quote unquote fund paycheck. And then you t- but but you didn't you so drowning in bills. You got to pay this credit card, that credit card, this and this. And it's just like yo, do you look up and you netting six hundred a month? You can't even stack no paper. No. And that be the fucking thing. And it's like yo, Grant don't said it best. If you can't afford to live off of 40% of your n- uh net net income and save 60 you are fa- you're failing Man. yourself because you need to store money with the intention of one day having bread to make a move that will get you further than where you are now. Yeah. And a of people just send the Grant Cardone clip. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's that's the real shit. And it's like, motherfuckers ask me all the time, like, where you get your information? Like, I get my information from the leaders of industry. Fucking Gary Vee, Grant Cardone. Yo, I, I was I was I was literally dashed, uh, uh what's what's the bull from uh Shark Tank? Uh, Black Uh, boy. Cuban Oh uh, uh, no no
0: He talking about um, Fubu Boy Fubu Um, Boy Damon
2: John Damon John
1: Like motherfuckers like that People that have done it And done it over and over And over again Serial entrepreneurs Motherfuckers that Don't got Oh I got one pop Like lames get lucky I don't believe in that shit Like you could do anything And then it just pop off Do it again Right And then again If you don't have at least Three successful companies I don't really want to talk to you I'll hear you out But I'm not taking your word As gold When you got one successful company Oh you want
0: Platinum, yeah, that's nice. Now let me see you do the same thing twice. Do it again, three times, four times, and a couple of more times. Shut up, Nas. <laughs> you know, I'm like, it's, it's it's the truth, but it's wild because the other day I think Jules was like, "Do you follow now on one one of them them nonsense pages, the violence pages?" And I was like, "Fuck no, I don't follow none of that shit." And it it made me like really think about it, like how different my timeline looks now as yeah. opposed to like years ago, like. I follow none of that shit. Like, I don't follow none of that baller. I don't follow yeah. none of that negative shit. I don't even see that Damn.
1: shit unless somebody sent it to me.
0: And it's crazy. You Even my explore page now, it's just like working out shit and finance shit and a couple hot chicks. It's like I really don't like, I don't care about that yeah. shit. My timeline now is like, like you said, Gary V, Mark Cuban, fucking CNBC, all these different things because it's just like, yo, you your brain is a sponge. If you pour henny on the sponge, if you pour water on the sponge, the shit's gonna. You know what I'm saying? It's just what it is. So if you fueling your mind, you ever see Street Fighter the movie? Yeah. When they built Blanka, remember he was a soldier and he was a fucking good guy, but they was programming him, having him watch all that destructive shit to make him like an animal. And the doctor was sneaking, showing him like Martin Luther King speeches and shit, trying to keep him sane. And it's just like, yeah, like programming is a motherfucker, like. Back in the day, we legitimately had shows like Sanford and Son, Good Times, The Cosbys, Fresh Prince, Family Matters. Do you realize the theme in all of them shows? Yeah. There was a family, family structure. <laughs> there was a father and a mother who were married and they were with each other outside of Sanford and Son, of course, because Elizabeth died. You know what I'm saying? But then you fast forward to where we are now in society and you got like love and hip hop and all of Basketball this.
1: Basketball sh- was. Where it's and nobody's just, a wife.
0: Where you, it's just pandemonium. And Dame, shout out Dame Dash, is another person I want to eventually get on this motherfucker. Dame said it on uh, EYL. Dame was like, they treat us that toxicity is supposed to be normal mm. in our community. And he's like, that's bullshit. They don't sell that shit to no other coach. He's, like, he's like, I watch these fucking reality shows. every he's like, what the fuck is this? Like, you know, You're not supposed to treat your friends like this. You're not supposed to... Fight at dinner? Yeah. It's
2: time to eat. <laughs> the <fuck? laughs>
0: like, but they sell us on this imagery of like you're supposed to always turn the dinner upside down and yeah. always throw the shoe when the shoe's supposed and it's like, no, nah, yo, we're really not supposed to act like this. And he's like, we're the only people who and we've said it on here before. We get taught that drama and confusion it's supposed to be a way of life right and that's so fucking far from the truth yeah and that's really where we be at to where people believe it almost
1: yeah i'm to the point where i don't even small talk with motherfuckers no more yo i
0: was saying i was saying the other day i did as talk to six or seven people
1: i don't even small talk no more motherfuckers hitting me on ig and all that shit yo i need your new number no you don't like no and it's no (laughs) (laughs) shit yo this is the new number Please do not Please give this. Do not give. Like <laughs> it's like I finally took after 19 years. I finally changed this motherfucker. Yeah. I'm gonna manicure the shit out of who got this number because motherfuckers will just call you and just talk bullshit. Like people will pretend that they got the most life-altering information to tell you and then be like, "Yo, did you watch the motherfucking volleyball championship the other day?" Because no, because no, the one bitch had the super fat ass, but the other bitch had like the medium no. nice ass, and it was, but it had the cuff at the bottom. It's just like, why is this? Rough? Relevant yeah. to me like, And why do I need to talk
0: to you about this you Shout I mean? out shout out, Marv Me and Marv talk like Every day And we always just talk like This finance shit And this yeah. investing shit And he's really like Helped me in these yeah, last Marv couple
1: Yeah Marv been on my ass About the Market Monday shit Did you listen to Market Monday shit? Like he,
0: he's really like Helped me in the last couple of weeks Get a fucking I told Oh did I tell you I finally invested? No you didn't. I did I, I bought a fucking Airbnb stock the other day so let me tell you how funny this shit was so I'm, I'm talking to Marv so I'm like alright yeah like I got some money I'm gonna I'm I'm jump in there so my first John I bought $400 worth of Airbnb stock okay Airbnb went up that day it was at like 181 a share and then it went up to 230 something a oh, share shit. so I wound up making $33 so I called Marv I'm like look what we need to look into is foreign exchange and Marv was like you need to come the fuck down <laughs> I'm like no we need to get some pudding <laughs> I was like, yo, take it easy over there. But I bought Airbnb stock. That was pretty successful. I bought Tesla. Went down, but I, you know, they always buy the dip, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I got that. I bought into an ETF
1: called QQQ. Okay. I got two e- ETFs. I don't have QQQ. I'm not familiar I, with I was
0: listening to Rashard on EYL. He said he put in a put option for 2033. The company has gone up 20%. Every uh, average of 20% over the last 10 years. It goes up 20% every year. Yeah. So he basically got a put option for it to go up 10% over the next four. Okay. And he was like, it's going up 20. So I was like, I jumped in on QQQ and Marv was like, yo, you really like are learning <laughs> this shit. I'm like, dog, it's like the, it, again, the brain is a sponge. If you yeah. s- if I sit down and watch Klan rallies, uh, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? It's like, what the fuck? So it's like, yeah, but uh, yeah, I definitely jumped out there the other day and the that, when I seen that the 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 plus thirty two, I'm like, oh, I, I, let me go get a suit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's on. Let me go get a mock neck. Yeah, it's fucking on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, shout out Marv. Like I said, it's just it's what you want to surround your brain with. Yeah, what you want to surround yeah, your brain with.
1: A, uh, notification now. Apple up five percent today. Shout out Apple. I just bought a bunch more Apple stock the other day. I was suffering. Yeah, today's return on Apple plus $181. Shout out to Apple, man. The the ETF is called QQQ Trust. QQQ Trust, okay. Yeah.
0: But I got Tesla, I got Apple. Yeah, Apple is up.
1: Damn. Yeah, workhorse is bouncing back today up uh plus 79.90.
0: General Electric shot up like a motherfucker. Yo, I
1: like I'm that. so mad at myself, yo. The, the crazy last-
0: part is there was an article on uh what the fuck was I On uh Benzinga that was saying how the energy companies are going to have a surge. And I saw it, and I just didn't click on it. I woke up this morning, I
1: saw General Electric was, like, super the fuck up. GE, it's at 1322 or or, so, so, so around there right now. About four months ago, GE was $7 a share. And I'm like, I should just buy like 100 shares of GE just because, like, it's General Electric. Like, they ain't going nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like, they're a staple of American society, and I just slept. And I could have damn near 2x my money, man. I'm mad at myself because every week I was just like, I'm going to just buy more of this. I'm going to just keep going into the EV sector, all of that old shit. Like, super mad at myself, man. Yeah,
0: Marv, he he got a penny stock um, for $0.40 a share that wound up going up to $18 a share. Yeah. He had another one that was uh, Marv Marby on that shit yeah. dog like uh, he yeah. Had another joint that like 40x some shit yeah. For
1: him. like Yeah. He 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 know his shit. So we we talk a lot with it. Yeah, slowly but surely all my stocks are like bouncing back this week, man. I was getting killed last week along with everybody else.
0: It's so weird that I have stocks. It's like nuts. <laughs> like I didn't know what the
1: fuck was going on 2 weeks ago. Yeah, NEO is bouncing back. Everybody bouncing back today, baby.
0: They said today was going to be like good for like everybody though. Yeah, today, I saw that on CNBC.
1: Solid bounce back. Day for the market, man. All right, let's knock
0: out some topics. Yes. Enough, enough nonsense. We actually did discover, di- discuss "Hip Hop Uncovered." Go watch that if you haven't yes. watched it. Uh, can we talk about Meek?
1: We have to. All right, okay,
0: I we've reached a new low <laughs> in the in the Meek Mill saga. We, I said it on here. Meek has the weirdest rap career in the history of rap. Yes. We have now seen, and this is just me going off head. I don't have this written down. I'll close my phone. I didn't write any of this down. This is just me going off of the things I've seen. Yes, We've now seen Meek vs. Beans, Meek vs. Hoskino,
1: Meek versus Game, Meek
0: vs. Cassidy, Meek vs. <laughs> Game, Meek vs. Whack 100. We've seen Meek vs. Drake.
1: Meek versus Conway Beats. Meek vs. Arad, Meek vs. There's something I'm forgetting. Meek versus the uh, owner, uh, the
0: CEO of Ethica. Meek versus <laughs> Ethica. Meek versus Quentin Miller. Yes. Meek versus Safari. Meek versus Nikki. Meek versus Nikki's new nigga.
2: <laughs> and, and I, <laughs> it's just.
0: How did we get to Meek versus Vanessa Bryant? Remember Bad Boys 2? How did you sink a boat?
1: <laughs> how did we get here? It's crazy. And in the crazier part, of the meek versus Vanessa Bryant is that the line wasn't even fire. Like it wasn't even hot. It was just like it was just rap. It it, it just it was They started comparing it to like other
0: lines in yes. rap history. Yes. And like oh so so and so ain't say such and such. I don't, I I I had I, it took everything like I need like little <laughs> rubber thumb stoppers cuz it it really, and I, I I couldn't help myself. I saw the nigga on Facebook was like, come on, man. Big said what he said about the towers and 3000 people died in that shit. Y'all not about to tell me that that's not, like that that's, meek shit is more ridiculous than that. I'm like, bro, when Biggie said that line, he said that shit in 1993. The Twin Towers dropping was, 01. <laughs> Biggie had died in 97. He like, Oh, so it was some shit at the Twin Towers before that.
1: <sighs> Nigga. <laughs> it's just like. What it, country do you live in? <laughs> 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 like, like, look, where the fuck do you niggas live, man? And this goes back to my point. And I'm tired of saying the yo. same shit every show. Niggas are always the last ones to know some shit. I, and I, I just left it alone. I'm like, and, and it, it kept giving me the red notification
0: on Facebook. <laughs> So-and-so commented on it. I'm just like, yo, leave me out of it, man. Like. Y'all started comparing it to Wayne saying the Emmett Till line and 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 and, and Biggie's you know juicy line and Wayne and got boycotted for that. Wayne Wayne had Wayne, to go through real shit. Wayne, Wayne had lost to, Mountain Dew over that. Wayne shit. had to issue an apology to the family. He yeah. kicked up some bread of it, like yeah. you know, like donating to the fund apparently and shit. It's like, yeah, that line was drawling like shit.
1: This line was fucking ridiculous. It just it's what it is. The whole thing is right. It kind of, kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning, like the, the freedom of speech shit and all it's of that. It's different now. They want to, but here is the thing: rappers want to use freedom of speech in an abusive manner, not realizing forms of like forms of abusive language are not covered under the fucking constitution. Right. <laughs> like, so it's like, yo, if you offensive, then my whole thing is this, we. I've seen people Take the long way home On this Meek Mill Vanessa Bryant shit Primarily Philly people Which proves like We evolved from like That's gonna be my We we like evolved from Apes or some shit So it's like I've seen people Go out of their way To take the long way home On this To try to justify The situation As opposed to just saying The lady says She offended She was offended And the lady said I'm not familiar With your music And she's not familiar with it Like at some point We just gotta listen to people And stop trying to Well no It ain't no way because when I was in the club, uh, like, like Vanessa Bryant is a, is a wealthy, not rich, a wealthy. Can we do this?
0: My y'all weird of the week is everyone who decided to, out of everything that transpired <laughs> between Kobe Bryant, I mean, between Meek Mill and Vanessa Bryant, rest in peace, Kobe. Everyone who took, who listened to this whole entire saga from Meek making the bar, making the line, the line getting released on yes. an unreleased, coming out on an unreleased track. Meek then tweeting, "Fuck your feelings." I'm going back savage mode. Then Vanessa taking that and putting on her IG. I don't know if you noticed she's she's had time all week yeah. for like everybody who yeah. like do you see the actor chick said that fly shit about Kobe. No, she was like, "Rest in peace, Kobe. Um, for sure a sports legend, also a rapist. Both things can be true." She tweeted that right after Kobe died. I guess Vanessa just got wind of it. Yeah. So She posted on her story the other day like, yo, I don't know what the fuck type time you was on. You know, I just got wind of this, but it's like, you're just terrible. Like, accusations aren't convictions and that works for like everything in the world. Like, you know, and Vanessa Bryant's had time this week. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But she posted this shit about Meek. Like, I'm not, a f- I don't, I'm not, you know, familiar not familiar with your, music. with your music and, you know, but this line, which is tasteless for y'all to see. Kobe Bryant died A tragic way he died With his daughter And seven others The the fact that Meek Just stays in nonsense Left and right The fact that Vanessa Brother is Vanessa brother Vanessa Bryant Is a grieving Grieving mother Of four children Now three children Still alive And processing All of that shit Not yeah. having her husband Not having her second daughter Not to For, mention There was a whole Fucking tragedy yeah, uh, Multiple uh, nine, nine people Nine people died For y'all to get The only thing Out of that is Oh she cabin Saying she don't she know Meek She definitely heard of Meek and and I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. <laughs> I barely be hearing this shit <laughs> because I don't be listening. I be listening right. to podcasts and I like the thing about it. The, I don't even know what song the line was on. The only ray, it's, it's a leaked, it's a leaked song. The, the only reason I caught wind of the fucking song was of the line, rather was because it it was all over the news. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Same as her, people sending it to her. Yo, did you know? About-? So it's like. My thing is, what is it that makes y'all believe that a wealthy Spanish mother of four that lives in the hills of California is riding around listening to pain away? Like, what makes you think that Vanessa? They know the difference. That Vanessa (laughs) Bryant gets in the whip and says, cut on that cold hearted, too. And what is that?
1: And let's do this. People have to differentiate. Hearing something with being familiar with. Right. I hear a lot of shit that I ain't familiar with. I just found out. that. Did you
0: know Drake had the song with the guy? I didn't even know. I I would hear it all the time. Oh, Young Blue. It'd be like... uh. I took you to the club and you hugged on somebody yeah, that yeah, I know. Yeah, I heard still mine. This shit always will come. I just thought it was Drake's song. Cause yeah. I, and, and it's crazy because me and Rob was talking about this shit the other day. At this juncture, we're so removed from the daily going For zones sure. of hip hop, like new shit to where it's like, it take you a little minute just because you have a life, you have careers, you have jobs, you have wives, you have children, you have all kinds of shit. Yeah. So it take you a little, it's not like back in the day where we was glued to Funk Flex right. glued to K Slay and glued to Cosmic Kev you're not living that life yeah. Dog, The other day My man He hit me about you Was like um, Yeah I see your man Chad Party Gonna be going up For his B-Day down ATL or whatever And I was like Yeah I was like Yeah he he um Apparently they got the boy Established G And he was like Who the fuck is Established G And I'm like Ain't that his E-E-S-T-G Or something He was like Yeah The fuck are you talking about I'm like Isn't that short for Established He was like Nigga He was like Technically you're right But no But no I was like I don't fucking know these You're applying too much sense yeah. To this shit I don't fucking know This niggas we talking about I him. thought his name was like He's an established G. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. You know what I'm saying and I'm like This is me That's funny as so shit So I could only man. imagine My stepmom <laughs> yeah. And my like They don't fucking know this shit my, my homie He was dying He was like
1: Established
0: G He was like Yo in theory That's actually <laughs> High <laughs> He was like, you might have done something. I'm like, dog, I, I honestly thought his name was
1: like e- ESTG, like I'm an yeah. established G. Yeah, that's what no, I thought the shit yeah, a It's an acronym. Everybody shine together. Oh, that's, I learned something new today. <laughs> yeah. But my homie was
0: like... You're actually right, and it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) But no. no. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, boy. We was dying off of that shit the other day. But yeah, it's like, so I I can't imagine that she would even know these, like, I I just can't see her listening to Dream Chasers, too. Right. Like, oh, no, that R.I.P. Lil' Snoop go hard. Like, I love the R.I.P. Lil' Snoop. but I can't assume that Vanessa Bryant's listening to this shit. So y'all that went to die on this hill of her listening to Meek Mill music is fucking insanity that one, that's what y'all got out of this situation she's not from our culture
1: no she's not from our culture um Latin and his, Latin and Hispanic music reggaeton all of that is the biggest music in the world bigger than hip hop believe it or not guys yeah. when you talk about like units moved the impact, biggest song ever is Despacio
0: yeah, and like the, the second
1: or third <laughs> biggest song ever is "Gasolina." Yes, <laughs> like, that's a fact. They're both Daddy Yankee. <laughs> yeah, like that's a fact. <laughs> so it's like Shaggy is still getting money, right? Oh, so it's like <laughs> girl, shit. So it's like if I have all this music, Bad Bunny, o- Ozuna, Anuel AA, all this music that's from, that's from my Selena, that's from my culture, that's huge, that's being marketed to me, that I'm coming across. Why would I jump over that? And then jump over the biggest artist in the world, Drake. Then jump over uh, Little Baby, who just had a motherfucking uh, Super Bowl commercial. And then jump, all these jump over all these big artists and all right, dreams and nightmares, baby. And it's like, people literally went as far as saying like, oh, well, you know, Kobe was an Eagles fan and dreams and nightmares was, you know how much shit my girl be having on in the crib that I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yo. And I live there.
0: Lee is like my buffer to find out like (laughs) new to super new. Cause I don't, I listen, I just found out who Fujiano was. (laughs) And the only reason I found out was because they was playing it at the Gucci and Jeezy battle. And I like when he be like, baby mama, ain't shit she won't let me see my son <laughs> i didn't know who the fuck this person right. was and it's just like that's just the reality of it like but again it goes back to us being like what goes on in our little world yes. is the world and people it's not are the reality so,
1: people have such a narrow worldview and they're so parochial that they think that whatever the fuck is going on in their immediate atmosphere is going on everywhere and it's like i, got, I had to break it down for people on twitter i said yo y'all do know A triple platinum record represents less than 1% of the population. Yeah. So you can be successful, extremely successful, and I can totally not know who the fuck you are on the same token because I'm not subscribed to what you have going on. A diamond record is the pinnacle in music. That shit represents like 3% of the fucking population. You know what I'm saying? It's like shit like that that people don't be having no perspective on to understand. It's like just because you like some shit, it, it might not be as big as you think it is just right. because you and your inner circle are partaking in this particular piece of culture. We got to understand that not everything that we like in black culture reaches the masses. Yeah. It, I mean, It's a, a lot very of shit. simple, a lot of shit. A lot of shit. And that's not just from a, black
0: culture. That's from everybody. Like, exactly. You could be the biggest uh, opera singer
1: in the world. And if you're not listening or checking for opera... Yeah. I, I know Nine Inch Nails is one of the biggest rock groups of all time. I don't know shit. I don't know no songs. Not one. None. Yeah. <laughs> I know that one video where they was spinning upside down and all
0: that shit. I don't know the name of it, though. Like, like Even when you watch the Grammys and you see who wins the Grammy for album of the year or song of the year, you'd be like, I never heard this. Like, you, not even you, trying you, to be
1: funny. 80% of the time, you never heard of that shit.
0: I remember when Billie Eilish won for album of the you year. The fuck is and the- you you was like... I've never heard of this person. that you was like, I'm going to listen to the album because of one album of the year. He was like, all right, I'm seven songs in. It's no slap. There's no slap on this show.
1: It's no slap. And I fuck with Billie Eilish because she's a supporter and an advocate for Black Lives Matter and black culture and all that. She's a real, like, an ally for black people. So I fuck with Billie Eilish. But that album of the year don't got no slappers on it. You not her, one. Her
0: dog fucked up her Dior's and shit. The yeah, Dior like, ones. Yeah,
1: literally, like, E-40 would not rap on none of that shit. It's no. no slappers on that, Joe. Somebody the other day tweeted, "Um,
0: who the fuck name was it in basketball?
1: Who got a funny name? Oh, they ba- said, can you imagine E-40 trying to say this name? Yeah, <laughs> what
0: was the name? I
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, and I,
0: I, I, when I saw it, it made me like really like say it in his voice. Yeah. That was, was so funny about it. I can't think of the name, though. But, yeah, the, the the Meek with Vanessa shit, it just took such a hard left because it went from, was Meek drawling? Should the line have been said? You know, did Vanessa overreact to... Oh,
1: she she capped. Uh, she, she heard, and that she was heard where it was a
0: nightmare before. That was, and people were like, oh, that's the song for the Super Bowl. And it'd just be like, yeah. Like, yeah, I told you my dad was like, yeah, what's the song? Uh, I, guess, I, I, I don't know who it is, but he, he keeps saying amen. And I'm like, oh, Meek Mill. He's like, I guess. But he's like... Some some amen and I'm like Let's call amen. <laughs> He's like oh, okay cool I will call you back. <laughs> it's like they don't listen to this shit. You know what I mean? Like so yeah that was definitely strange. Um pray for pray for
1: me. Play again him with the phone. Dog. Uh, did you see that? I don't, I don't think we talked about this last time. He's in the six nine. Six nine put him in the music video. That happened after we did the whole. song yeah. That video came down though. Because Meek's representation sued them. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. That's why it came down. Okay. It's a court order that got it taken down, saying it was improper use of his image, and he didn't approve it, and this and this. So, you out and about having a nice dinner or wherever the fuck you was, in Florida somewhere. You run into a rat who you've right. been bashing on social media for the last six months. Bang. You spit on said rat, Alleged. allegedly spit on said rat. Saying expecting that there would be no type of retaliation or anything would happen, he would just be a bitch ass rat and go back into his rat hole. <laughs> no,
0: bitch ass rat.
1: For you come out, you come out of the restaurant from having your nice dinner, and the rat pops out on you <laughs> with a camera crew, with a cam- with a camera crew and security that looks like me and Matt. <laughs> the The C team, and it definitely looked like me, you, Danny Taylor. <laughs> That's the funniest part of it. Is the is the Israeli guard available? No, all we got is Tyreek. No, him. we got TRB though. <laughs> they ain't got nothing going on. <laughs> all right, who do we have that can move Takashi around South Florida? <laughs> <laughs> preferably Russian Yo Real so, shit So He pops out on you Out of the shadows With a camera phone Sticks a phone in your face mm-hmm. Spit poo lyrics at you <laughs> Calls you a bitch And All this old hip shit Then he, he posts uh. it on social media. The shit goes viral. He's smart enough to say, let me take this down. I got a better purpose for this video. Puts it in his music video that was on pace to get 200 million views, clowning you, calling you a bitch, this, this, and this. While Meanwhile, you're on social media talking about why he chose me when you allegedly spit on the man and been having a, a one-way beef with him for months on social media then for you to turn around and hire a legal team to get the video removed because he's bullying you on the internet. It's crazy. When you allegedly spit on him, and you were bullying him on the internet, including the clubhouse, John, with DJ Academics, where you said me and Dirk playing, plotted, and strategized to finish six nine, and then the Drake record was the final nail in the coffin. And somehow, some way, you're confused as to why this rat is on your ass. You know
0: the craziest part about the whole? Did you see the video?
1: Yes. The the song
0: the six <laughs> nine in the song said, free the guys, and I'm like, this <laughs> you, you set <six> the guys <laughs> like up. 2021 is crazy. <laughs> Oh, this is wild! You, you're the reason <laughs> that the guys <laughs> He is a maniac. A federal informant dropped a rap record where he said free the guys.
1: guys. <laughs> I was like, yo, what man? Like, it's like, and for my next trick, <laughs> <laughs> what type of fucking <laughs> David Blaine? Magic Crescins shit (laughs) is (laughs) done Now I'm about to saw this (laughs) this in and (laughs) half And for my next trick I'm gonna free the guys Like what bitch? I'm putting the guys in there but watch how I get (laughs) the
2: Fucking
1: Danny man (laughs) 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 This motherfucker's the world's most interesting man by far like to guys. <laughs> He's a rat piece of shit, but he has not lost any entertainment value whatsoever through this no, whole I was telling T and
0: him, like, he was playing the, the... Did you see Trump came out of the rally yesterday? No. He came out and hinted at him, like, running again in, in 24. The crowd went crazy. And I'm like, I ain't gonna hold you, man. I miss missed ball. Like, I, I Don't miss- care. <laughs> I missed the shit out of this nigga. <laughs> like... His voice and the, the the the
1: the bullshit, the silly shit. Like I miss. I had a tweet him. the other day. I said, "Man, we really elected Biden. His tweets don't even slap." I'm like, like "Yo, his tweets thinking and ain't giving up no bread." <laughs> like right, this is got no
0: bangers on Twitter. Somebody the other day tweeted was like, "Is it just me or has uh, um, CNN been corny since Trump last?" <laughs> oh <on> my dog.
2: <laughs> what are you about to play? Are you about to play? <laughs> To each and every one of you here at cpac i am more grateful to you than you will ever know we are gathered this afternoon to talk about the future of our movement the future of our party and the future of our beloved country for the next four years the brave republicans in this room will be at the heart of the effort to oppose the radical democrats the fake news media and their toxic Cancel culture something new to our ears cancel culture And I want you to know that I'm going to continue to fight Right by your side. We will do what we've done right from the beginning, which is to win We're not starting new parties You know they kept saying he's going to start a brand new party we have the Republican Party It's going to unite and be stronger than ever before. I am not starting a new party. Actually, as you know, they just lost the White House, but it's one of those things. But who knows? Who knows? I may even decide to beat them for a third time, okay?
0: (laughs) Trump is psychotic, man. It's like I miss him. Like I genuinely miss him. He said, "Yeah, they 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 didn't win this last one, but you
1: know they won." You know yeah, he what I'm like, saying? He's like the uncle that uh, stole your bike when you was a young boy and sold it, but he also like helped you lose your virginity. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this nigga's is wildly inappropriate, but he looks out at the same time. Yo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> real shit, man. Trump. Uh, he was uh, Biden was talking about the. Uh, the relieving of the, the, the student debt, mm-hmm. but only for people who didn't go to Ivy League schools. Rob was like, I'm getting a MAGA hat. <laughs> <laughs> Rob went to Rob like, I'm getting a MAGA hat. This motherfucker goes for this. Like, what? Like, yeah, he like, I'm going to relieve student loans, but only for people who didn't go to Ivy League schools. Yeah. I guess saying, like, if you went there, you should be doing good enough to not care. But it's just like, nah, dog, like... You could easily have 3 400,000 in student loan debt and be paying $1200 a month, you oh, know, bullshit. like where somebody else is paying $400 a month for a less educated like <clears throat> that's a wild wild game that's like 1.7 trillion.
1: The whole thing is that the legislation is already in place. Like yeah. all you got to do is just sign all this they shit. All you got to do
0: is just give a fucking stroke of pen. I I got
1: 53,000. <laughs> just sign it, yo. bro. <laughs> just fucking sign it, yo.
0: Yeah. Have you been into the shmurtz situation?
1: Yes, I've been following it closely like okay. a, uh like a field reporter. Okay. So uh Bobby Schmurter got out. He looks tired. He he's exhausted. He looks exhausted. They them. treating Bobby Schmurter like a show pony. Like they <laughs> they like, oh have you Sylvia Rohn's like, hey, uh, have you seen my Bobby Schmurter? Yeah. <laughs> he's bringing him out at every fucking thing that they that they can, yeah. This nigga got all, got on the PJ, uh, surrounded by Quavo, his brother, and some random white women's. Uh, the white women's apparently are white queens though, because they held him down through the bid. Oh, saw okay. a picture of them when he was in jail, so they get a pass. <laughs> okay. Uh, so these these are not new white women. These are uh, white women from before. Okay. Uh, so you know Quavo picked him up on the on the PJ just like he said he was. Uh, you know he came uh, to New York. And Sylvia Rome was there, and then Karen Civil, who's Olivia Pope, worked her way in the mix somehow. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just a bunch of you know a bunch of people that Bobby Smurder's probably never seen before. Motherfuckers <laughs> 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 that definitely didn't come see him during his bid, other than Quavo. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just one of them situations where it's like we talked about it in a group chat the other night, and it's basically like one of them situations where like, because because Rob was basically like we don't know what's going to happen. Like, are they going to really support him? And I'm just like, they have to. Like, New York City on the whole, that whole New York City power structure had to support him in this way because Pop Smokes did. You just had a fucking rat running around for the last year and a half calling himself the fucking king of New York. Like, there's a whole stain on the city from... Casanova's away. Casanova's away. So it's like, if you're looking for a fucking superhero, who the fuck is this? Like, yeah. They had to get behind Bobby Schmurter. They didn't have a choice. So it's like, what the music going to sound like, we're going to figure that out later. But just the imagery of Bobby Schmurter is creating an economic boom in the city of New York and others. Now, they just uh, Alex Gidewan, AG Entertainment, just announced he got Bobby Shmurda and Meek Mill for his Saturday party at the Dome in Atlanta. All-Star oh, wow. Weekend. Yeah. So can you imagine what, <laughs> what that shit is going to be like? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody right the other day
0: randomly it was uh, Steve Nash to James Harden. Yeah, you didn't make the All Star team as a starter, and it was like Harden. Oh, that's cool. I ain't even really worried about it this year anyway. And Steve Nash was like, "Yeah, well, you might get in as a reserve." And he was like, "Yeah, like I said, I ain't really worried about it." And it was Steve Nash, you know, it's in Atlanta, and then it was Harden dribbling with
2: like Cyclops eyes.
0: <laughs> And the screen was all blurry Like he was going faster
2: everybody (laughs) I was
1: talking to uh, Talking to my homie uh, My man Louis V. Gut. I was talking to him a couple Like when Harden first got traded And I was like Yo this nigga is in Brooklyn, New York In New York metropolitan area Period with 500 million And no responsibility Yeah Can you imagine the debauchery That's going on Before and after the fucking games Right now With that nigga
0: Seriously But the Uh I saw they put a billboard up a smirter on the Madison Square the Madison Garden. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. The um him and Rowdy Rebel were with each other the other day for the first yeah. time. I don't know why everybody was making a big deal out of him not drinking. Like
1: oh he just said he he's a uh, he, he's still on, uh federal parole. Like,
0: yeah, no, he, but I'm I'm just saying like yeah. it's like this is what he's supposed yeah, to be they, doing. Yeah,
1: they fucking broke think pieces about it. No, yeah. they brother said focus. I, I was just like, he's "What?" Like, no, I want the I want it. I want the Henny. <laughs> I want the Henray. I, I can't drink this shit. I don't want to go back, I wanna go yeah. back Like, I don't want to get out and go there. So back.
0: when you get released from federal, is that like a stipulation
1: that it you It can be. It, it can be. That you just can't drink. Can't indulge in nothing. Damn.
0: But yeah, when I seen that, I was. That's just why like,
1: a lot of times, like niggas, niggas are straight up be like, "Man, just let me walk my time off." Like they, want, they don't play. They, people don't. Niggas don't be wanting fed parole like that. They be like, "Man, just, just keep me." That's an area. You breathalyzer test every time you walk in there. Damn. Yeah, shit ain't no get, no joke. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you out. But it's like,
0: don't do nothing.
1: Don't do shit.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm in here with. Pablo and shit though, you know what I'm saying? He said he will hook me up with the bricks when I get home. He can tell me some Colombian stories. Yeah. I can just chill for six more months. Like.
0: Yeah real shit. Hey.
1: So yeah, so Bobby Smurders taking his tour to Atlanta uh this coming Saturday.
0: And I, do you do you think the music
1: will be able to It's hard to say, man. I mean, you you know, that dude, skit with the Bobby bitch. Um, I felt That on the was floor. the funniest
0: shit ever. He said it's the
1: remix. This is murder bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like, no, 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 we need new shit. He's our like, original shit. He's like, play a new beat. He put on like a new up-tempo beat. It's Bobby Bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they just walked out of the shit.
1: <laughs> Like, yeah. Had, I don't, Bobby would have been set up better on a come... If Pop Smoke was alive. Yeah. With that... With Casanova out. With Casanova out, and he would have came home to that. It would have created with like a Brooklyn power music structure. scene. Yeah. They would have had... A, but now he got a... Build the shit back Everybody up from the ground. Basically, I cook it up from scratch, from, from ground up, because and it would have been perfect. Because they were using a sound that he popularized, and then they evolved it somewhere right, else, right. where they added the grime elements and the and the drill shit and this and this and this, and they made it commercialized to where it was accepted. And people I saw were a listening, video the other day. I know,
0: I know it's old because Casanova is like actively in it and shit, but it's like they're bloods. And the, the video was done with like Crips, yeah, and they're like battling back and forth, almost like they're dancing in yeah, front yeah, of yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. The shit was actually like turned, was it was yeah. turned up a little bit. But he, the the line that fucked me up, he was like, um, uh, "I fuck with Fifty, not Kanan. I'll explain that." Uh, Tariqa Rat, send that nista, send send that nigga where sister at? <laughs> 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 I am like, yeah, this music be so aggressive, it's funny. <laughs> I fuck with 50 not Kane and I'll explain that Tyreek rat send that nigga where his sister at and it's like yeah they were it was him and like some crip nigga they was gonna back I mean, and forth. I,
1: I just hope that you know the main thing that Bobby need to understand like you know it looks like he got a boatload of money from somewhere from Epic Records or wherever the fuck and I have a whole thing about a, a beef with Epic Records about how they handled him um, yeah, right, let's get <laughs> into it like Ellie Reed straight was like no it's nothing I can do for you yeah. I'm sorry my hands are tied there's nothing you you can't send." Benjamin brought down. This motherfucker nothing. You can't do shit. I, I can't get involved in a in a federal investigation. Then L.A. Reid gets fired because he was apparently showing his dick to every bitch that worked in the fucking record label. Yeah. And now he got another label distributed by the same parent as Epic. Yeah. The music industry, ladies and gentlemen, crazy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I know you know. I know you was pulling your dick out on bitches had the silk slippers on and shit yeah. like that. Come over to RCA. We're going to give you a new label, a little boutique, John. Yeah. Give me a little $30 million. Like The music industry stinks because they've just been recycling the same players for the yeah. last 42 years. That in a shit row. is nuts, man. And L.A. Reid is a fantastic record, man, contrary to popular belief. That motherfucker wrote for TLC, fucking signed Outkast, all that shit. But L.A. Reid is a deviant. Yeah, they all are. That motherfucker straight uh the one boy, what was not name? Uh Charlie Walk. Charlie Walk. Charlie. Damn always go Charlie Walk. He pulled his dick out on everybody. Yeah. The whole the whole office. Harvey
0: Weinstein had a I'm gonna pull my dick out fund.
1: <laughs> Listen, man. Like, look. Listen. <laughs> hey, yo. I don't particularly anticipate getting caught, cause like, you know, I'm Harvey Weinstein, these bitches wanna get in these movies. But if I do, three million and then the You know what that being had to be now. like
0: with like his financial planner? <laughs> Like So you want to put some money into like CDs or T-bills? Nah. Nah, not not exactly. <laughs> I just want to put some money in a separate fund for like, you know, shutting these bitches the fuck up when <laughs> yeah. they come around.
1: If, if, if you hear a story about me putting my nuts on a bitch ear at the Mondrian Hotel at yeah. 4 in the morning, feel free to tap into yeah. this account yeah. as opposed to my account. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Indiscriminately. But that make sure is, they sign in. <laughs> yeah. That shit is crazy,
0: man. The um oh Jay Z
1: more Brooklyn talk Brooklyn Jiggle. Brooklyn hello yeah Ho- Brooklyn uh, Hova man made another big deal um this past week he sold half of uh Armando Brignac A.K.A Ace of Spade um better known B.K.A Ace uh, Ace of Spade better known as Ace of Spade Champagne uh fifty percent to the LVMH Group uh for two hundred and fifty million. For a 50% stake into the company They're going to provide him With their global platform Distribution and all of that So basically like now Where you gotta drive to 42 liquor stores To find Ace of Spade, Now you're gonna be able to go Wherever the fuck they sell Moet at In Hitty It's right there So um, What I'm interested to see is Are they going to Lower the price point at all Which it didn't seem like it When I watched the uh, the market uh, Analysis announcement The video Jay was mm-hmm. on with the uh, one of the Chairman from uh, yeah. Moet uh, It didn't seem like it Because they were really like stoked about This like premium uh, Champagne space or whatever like that <laughs> And uh, I'm just I'm just reading what you put In <laughs> the notes <laughs>
0: Stop the Jay Z think pieces every time he walks to the store. He doesn't annoying. do the internet or speak to y'all for a reason. <laughs> it's because y'all weird as shit. <laughs> the Jay think pieces are absolutely every insane, time
1: he
0: man. do anything. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. The um the weirdest one was the credit John that I saw the other day. Yeah, did you see that? He's uh he's partnering to do a um. Basically, like a utilization thing that they do for credit, where you can up your credit from things that aren't necessarily
1: on yeah, from your like apps and stuff like that.
0: Basically, yeah. And I, when I saw that, I'm like, so Experian Boost, basically, is what the fuck we're doing. You right. know what I'm saying? As as Jay Z, the um, what's this tweet about you got in here?
1: Oh, that was uh... this. Oh, it's it's uh. This is one of the fucking think piece, Jones. It's the the, the so the fucking tweet said it's powerful how Jay Z unapologetically unapologetically changed the narrative of what professional hair is in the corporate world, and I'm just like, that never happened. Like I don't think Jay did that. Like he's a billionaire already. When he started growing that shit, he was at worth at least seven hundred, eight hundred million. Yeah. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> on top of that. And when they're calling you to do business, you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> why? Are, like, why is this a thing where it's like he single-handedly changed the narrative? No, he didn't. It's like let your ass go into a job <laughs> interview with that shit like they're that. Like, uh, so you gonna cut that dusty ass mop off your fucking head <laughs> or no? Like. You can try. It. When you're your own boss, you can do whatever the fuck yeah, you want. That's you, the benefit of being your own boss right, and your own brand. Right. The nigga could dye that fucking dust mop white if he want yeah. to. Can't nobody gonna say shit. Right. Cause he who he is already. Bingo. You already gave us volume two in fucking reasonable doubt.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I I didn't I didn't see that or understand that at all.
1: That was these people strange. are nuts, yo.
0: The uh None of these other topics I really care about. The honeycomb brazy shit is kind of
1: wild, Bruh. <laughs> it's like this nigga is is, is, is uh, unsuccessfully beefing with the whole city. <laughs> the, the the so
0: little backdrop to the story. They're from are they Alabama? Alabama. So Alabama.
1: I think it's Montgomery, Alabama.
0: Alabama's a wild place. Yes. Um, Arkansas,
1: all that shit. Underserved, down there. underprivileged, all of that shit. Back road, country town, dirt roads, the whole shit.
0: This was the only part of it that really like just kind of like. Not intrigued, but kind of more so perplexed me a little bit. Yeah. So basically, he's this young nigga's like wild, just been wilding out, getting in the shit. Yes. You know, just his whole life basically.
1: And he's been claiming all his wreck too. On top of that's that. the wild. <laughs> I saw that it was, he did like a
0: live. He was like, "Yeah, I shot some niggas over there," and then you know I went to jail for his one murder. And paralyze I paralyzed mean, one nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this shit is wild. But the part that blew my mind a little bit, me and Black, shout out Black, we was talking about it. He. So the, the story that blew up and made him like national nigger news yeah. was he his grandparents' house got shot up. Yes. And the story was his grandparents' house got shot up and then they set the house on fire. Yeah. And, you know, of course, everybody reacted like, what the fuck did you do? What beef do you got going on that somebody came to your grandparents' house, yes. shot the house up, and then set, set the on house fire. on fire, killing your grandparents in a joint? He put out a statement was like... No, see, y'all got this shit all wrong, and I hate the fact that y'all be assuming. And so when I saw that, I thought it was going to be, oh, this story is fake. Yeah, it's it's like, completely fake. He was like, yeah, y'all running on this bullshit. And no, like it, like it, this shit ain't happening like that. They shot the house up, and both my grandparents was on oxygen. So when they shot the house up, the oxygen tanks burst, and that's how the house caught on fire. And I'm like this doesn't, I was like, what? This didn't make it any better. I was like, I swore when I saw the beginning of the statement, it was going to be like, no, this is false. This is, this didn't, and it was like, so they're dead. Like, the house got shot up, and I'm just like, what,
1: man? And then a a wilder part of the story is somebody allegedly involved FaceTimed him while the shit was going on so he could see it. And there's a screen capture floating around from the FaceTime of him with, like, his face dropped as he's watching his crib burn to the ground. Like, what? So, apparently, got some backstory for somebody from Montgomery. So, apparently, he's beefing with, like, the biggest drug dealer in the city who also is, like, a rat. But the nigga is like super rich and he just been putting money. That's why he gets shot every week. He just keep putting money on this nigga head 400,000, like just various shooters are looking for this nigga. So I guess they finally got tired of looking for him. They say, oh, cool. We just going to kill your family instead. we tired of looking for you. But he allegedly killed this drug dealer's cousin. Uh-huh. And that's what's like three years ago. And that's what started the whole beef. So now he gets shot at every week. Yeah, I don't have time for none of He's that He's living shit. a terrible life. Yeah. And at this point, it's like he, you know, he's he's assigned to Jay Prince. So it's like at some point, the old man is gonna have to try to like get involved and
0: yeah, come do a hip hop uncovered
1: <laughs> and try to like figure this shit yeah. out on behalf of you because it seems like you're on an island, yeah, going against a nation of people, and uh, that doesn't usually work out too good. Shooting
0: your grandparents' house up is never fam. like that's just wild fam. Like you gotta be ready for the shit you get into, man. Without a doubt. Hey yeah, that when I seen that that the uh the let me let me uh let me get y'all straight, Joe, I'm just like <laughs> this this didn't help anything, man. This helped nothing. This helped nothing. <laughs> oh, you want to tell them about what we about to do with
1: the Judas and the Black Messiah? Uh yeah, real quick though, before we do that, um we got an ad today, Some makeup ad from uh before.
0: Okay. That is not part of the <laughs> ad. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: <was
2: enough.
1: laughs> perfect fucking <laughs> timing.
0: I just opened my phone I was on the reels On Instagram That shit just happened My fault Holy
1: shit Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect Uh, Special shout out to uh, Author, writer uh, Steph Ox Who's a big supporter of the show Uh, We were actually supposed to run this ad A little bit ago But production delays and all of that stuff her book just came out the other day she yeah was good. The, uh, the bedtime series uh, so this uh, this ad is sponsored by again by author Steph ox uh, on behalf of the bedtime series uh, you can get signed copies directly from Steph ox on the author's site thebedtimeseries.com. bedtime com um, the book is also available on Amazon in the United States Canada in the UK ebook Kindle valor and Abe Books.com. Um, in the UK again make sure you go to thebedtimeseries.com make sure you check out uh, the latest uh, children's book from author Steph Ox who has you know sponsored the show before she's a huge supporter of TRPE so make sure you go and get that now
0: yeah she was selling books in Africa everywhere yeah yeah. doing her thing the uh okay you want to tell?
1: we got an announcement that was when we needed to... Yeah, that would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the other... Probably like two weeks ago, um, I kind of like flirted with the idea that we should do a Patreon. And it's basically based on the fact that there's some content that is not appropriate for the masses. But... Because perspective matters. But our supporters... Our real supporters, the people that buy VIP tickets, the people that we talk to week to week about, you know, all things TRP and all of that, understand us and get where we're coming from so we can, like, operate in a judgment-free zone. Right. So, with that being said, we are officially launching a Patreon account, Um, Effective tomorrow our first piece of content will be on there and it is patreon.com slash official trpe same as all our social media and all of that and we're going to have three different tiers of patrons on there the first tier is going to be two dollars and fifteen cents from from the 215 and that's going to be the, the donation plus tier at this tier you're going to basically be supporting the infrastructure. Um, and the scaling of the show um, $2.15 a month But you also do get One piece of bonus content Every single month That could be an audio pod That could be a video pod It, could, it might be a, Sometimes it's going to be An audio and a video pod mm-hmm. Something additional That is never going to touch Our actual feed Our actual on feed iTunes. on iTunes Or YouTube or Google Or none of that shit So that's the donation plus The second tier Is the TRPE Nation Tier $8.24 a month because Kobe Bryant is our favorite athlete of all time. At this tier, you're going to get way more content, way more access to TRPE. You're going to be able to submit questions to us for like topic discussions and stuff that we can talk about on air. You're going to get two pieces of bonus, a minimum of two pieces of bonus content per month. Sometimes it'll be more. That could be a video pod, an audio pod. something custom that you know me and matt just cook up real quick and just throw out there that's just maybe like a conversation piece or some type of you know something that we spark interest from on our group chat and throw that out there um and uh at the final tier i want to make sure i'm stating this correctly and on the final tier is going to be the trpe vip tier 2021 per month that's going to get you access to literally everything. There's something called AMAs which is ask me anything. Y'all can submit ask me anything. I got to fucking re- if it's on social media, I got to respond to you. If it's on Patreon, we put the content up, whatever like that. You're going to get a minimum of four additional pieces of content every single month Four original pieces of content Which basically equates to like One additional podcast a month A week, anywhere between 30 to 60 minutes In additional content every single week On our Patreon page only And if we do something Sometimes it's going to be audio only Sometimes it'll be video only Sometimes it'll be both You'll get both And that don't care If it's two And we promise you one a week That doesn't count towards your overall four for the month We're going to give you something original every single week For the people that subscribe to this tier You're also going to get early access to any type of shows And when we go Patreon live at this tier You get that additional content on top of the additional piece Four to eight pieces of content every single month So this whole thing is to give us a way to connect with our audience Talk about some of the more like racier topics that we don't necessarily, uh, you know, don't necessarily get to talk about on uh, our regular <laughs> yeah. feed. The shit for the shit fear we don't want to get banned for exactly. <laughs> so. This is literally, you know, what you get. So again, for the TRPE VIP two dollars and twenty one cents a month at the TRPE VIP tier, our absolute top supporters will receive unprecedented access to Chad and Matt. At this tier, there is early access to ticket sales and all future live events. Patrons also get a minimum of four bonus video episodes per month, behind the scenes content access, shout outs on monthly TRP episodes, monthly AMAs, which is Ask Me Anything, live stream events, and much, much more. Um, and again, those uh, content pieces, monthly AMAs, bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, patron shout-out, early ticket access, live event VIP, live streams, fan requests, and live chat also, which will be all Patreon exclusives. Um, at the TRPE Nation tier 824, Mama Forever, uh, you get... Tons of bonus content, previously unprecedented access, a minimum of two pieces of uh, bonus content per month, which is basically like equate to like one every other week. Behind the scenes content and shout outs on monthly TRP episodes. Um, So, you know, for, you know, subscribing here as opposed to, you know, you sponsoring the show, whatever, we'll shout you out on our regular TRP episodes and any type of uh, Patreon episodes. Content that we put together And then at the beginning tier Which is just a donation $2.15 per month You get uh, To subscribe to the the feed Additional support for the show One piece of bonus content per month Now the reason why we wanted to do the Patreon Where it's all additional content And not like the corny shit that everybody else is doing Where they just hold I'm going to hold this And then give it to you a week early yeah, yeah, yeah. on Patreon. Like, we don't want to do that. This is going to be all additional original content. Every single Monday, we're still dropping our regular two hour TRP episode. In addition to that, you're going to, if you subscribe at either the uh, TRP Nation or TRP VIP tier, you're going to get anywhere between two to four additional pods every single month, which is one every other week or one every single week, 30 to 60 minutes on top of what we already give you for free on all of the other uh, podcast networks.
2: Yeah.
0: So the first one we're doing.
1: First one we're doing is an exclusive movie review of Judas and the Black Messiah.
0: We're going to discuss the movie, the soundtrack, everything.
1: Everything surrounding it and also how it plays into some other historical things um as it relates to like the black community there's a a billy holiday film that's that's out right now on hulu very similar story and it just kind of kind of shows like the way that black uh People that were trying to help move the movement forward and were about civil rights were constantly infiltrated, targeted, and all of that. And we're going to get into very super specific detail on that review. That's going to be our first piece of content, which will be up uh, Tuesday um, on our Patreon account. That's patreon.com slash official TRPE. Bingo. Oh, uh, you got anything else for this? Uh no, not really. My birthday weekend, we touched on it briefly. Uh coming up March twelfth through the fourteenth in Atlanta. You can get tickets right now at Casino Weekend 2021 ATL.com. <laughs> I know that's long as hell. Casino weekend twenty twenty one ATL.com. Uh Friday night we got Pooh and uh Shea Mack. Saturday night, ESTG, DJ Self. Estab- established G, baby. Established G, uh DJ DJ Self and um Dream doll Did you see the video I
0: guess he's trying to be The young boy's manager He's a rapper in New York And the boy was like Yo let me be your manager He's like What can you do for me He's like I'll get you on the radio tonight I'll walk right up to DJ Self And (laughs) punch him in
1: the (laughs) (laughs) face You see the projects In the background It's like Yeah this is appropriate (laughs) <laughs> uh, so Saturday night <laughs> Saturday night That's really how motherfuckers look at the music game Like I'm just muscled my way in Like no, this <laughs> is security You need a key card scanner yeah. Access, no you're not uh, uh, So shit. yeah, Sa- Saturday Saturday day party, Magic City uh, Gigi McGuire in Indiana, Saturday night At uh, Club Vivid, we have ESTG, CMG signing party, Dream Doll, DJ Self, uh, Sunday brunch at Garden Park, and then Sunday night finale at the all-new Uncut Atlanta with Rocky, the hometown hero, uh, at fake bitches hero, and DJ Drama and DJ Active. So, packed weekend. Um, of events, six parties. You get uh, access to all six parties right now for a hundred dollars if you buy the early bird pass. After that, when they sell out, they're gonna be two hundred. If y'all need tables and all of that, y'all can hit me on IG at plus co, aka plus co.
0: Plus EO Don't hit Matt. Makes me sick because I will take <laughs> Matt, your money and <laughs> you will, you will not will get a ticket. You. <laughs> yeah. Matt will really make you sick if you hit Matt and yeah. give him a deposit. All right, we are. We're gonna knock out this Judas and the Black Messiah joint, and uh, you know,
1: that's it. Bong.